When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, I am excited because the first story I read today was a, uh, I just opened my phone, somebody sent me something and said, this is for us, another a like-minded individual. Brett, you'll like this, Brady, maybe right. not so much. But Brady, all you, you've aged into this, you could actually do this. They're, they're starting a uh, child-free, adults-only living suburb centers. Meaning you can't have kids, but you don't have to be 55 and older. Retirement nice. communities have Before that. Nice, 55. No right. kids. Moving. But the thing about retirement They can visit. Nobody thinks about retirement communities because there's kids all over them. Because grandkids show up, and grandkids end up sometimes uh, live with their grandparents at those things. I know in two occasions where uh, a guy lived with his kid and his mom at her retirement home because he got divorced and booted. So they, they have no policy that says you can't. These are uh, normal people, not retirees over the age of 55 or, you know, senior living, where you just have a neighborhood with, you know, public amenities and everything else. So the lady was mainly complaining. She goes, we have a public pool with, you know, this gigantic thing we pay every month. And every time I go there, there's kids in it screaming and yelling in the lap pool. They got their own, And the kids have their own pool, but the, and the parents aren't anywhere. They just dump them off and everything else. She goes, so I'm working on it. And she, it got traction. Instead of people going, oh, you just don't like kids, she's like, no. She goes, enough people filed in and signed up and said, let's let's see if we can make our neighborhood child-free. Where is this? It's in England right now. Oh, damn it. But if we start talking about how wonderful that can be, we can still discriminate against them. Like, it's our, it's, it's our God-given right, evidently, as human beings to want to find someone to discriminate against. We've been doing it since the beginning of man. We pick a group and we discriminate. Kids, we can discriminate against. They, they have no rights. It's fantastic. But what you didn't know is the place in England's called Barren Woods. Good. home development. Fine. That's my favorite type of woman. The barren one. Can we broadcast from England? I mean, yeah, we need to move and amazing. have, you know what, in this modern age. You'll last about to, four days. In child-free zone? No, in England. Uh, I would last for, you could move me to Bhopal, India if it was child-free. <laughs> I'd never want to come back, Brady. That's a tall order. Yeah, no, you could move me to the worst parts of Africa. And we do not have children. Okay. <laughs> also, no food, but I'll take it. I'll, I'll forage for food before I live in a neighborhood riddled with kids. What a great thing. I mean, oh. And then, so, uh, that uh, kind of trickled down over into, well, why not uh, restaurants? I love oh, There's that one place oh. that opened up. Where? Uh, I think it's in New York. Damn it. No kids. No kids. Yep. None. The, I love it. The one guy, uh, It was one was a no kids, and the other was uh, check your phone at the Cool with that. Place. That's fine, too. I would do that. Uh, but I am, we are a strong, quiet group. Of people who did did right by the environment. Environmentalists, I call us, Brett. We're environmentalists. We didn't add to the problem. We were responsible not to make more people. And we, we want our own sanctuary. We want our own place. It is interesting because 
I think majority of the bars are still that way, but now they make more family-friendly yeah, stuff. Not necessarily when bars are fun. Yeah. But you go Taverns and, and... Yeah. You're Gilbert. There's, there's no place or... in the world for you in Gilbert that's going to say no kids. You go to the bars in Gilbert, every restaurant in Gilbert. All the good restaurants down in Phoenix are like, oh, this is a cool place. And Gilbert is just a family adventure. That's what Gilbert is. You couldn't do it in Gilbert. But that's the point. Like, that's why I'd never live in Gilbert. It's a freaking kid festival everywhere you look. What about the undertow? They allow kids in the... Undertow? Like yeah. I don't think so. There's I think one. it's, I think There's it's one, one of those places. It's it's normally like you know you can have kids there till nine or something like right. that, and then. But what if you, you know. don't want to drink? What if you're not out for a night of boozing? You want a nice dinner? You want a, a you know steak yeah. forty four? No kid night at steak forty four. I don't know why anybody takes their kids to steak forty four anyway. They don't appreciate it. It's too much money for a kid to order the side of mac and cheese for thirty one dollars. Knock it off. Take your kid to an Applebee's. That's that's their palate level. They don't need to be exposed to this. Imagine what they're going to do on. See, I always tell my friend, he takes his daughter, who's now 14, They go. she demands, like, she does it all the time, let's get sushi, let's go get steak 44. And I'm like, you know what you've done? You've wrecked whoever's going to date her. You've made her impossible to like. As a, Because, she, you know, you try to take her to a normal dinner, she's like, eh. She's been raised on, you know, Christopher's and steak 44 and restaurants in the Biltmore. It's like, she can't date some kid unless the kid's independently wealthy and she's not going to find that. He's just set him up for, uh, he's going to be the one that takes her to dinner for birthdays. That's it. My dad will take me to steak 44. Exactly. You, you're never going to measure up to the, the food daddy gave, and now she's going to be a weirdo. Well, that's the worst part, is that kid, that poor kid that's dating her is going to be like, I can only afford a bag of rib, a basket of riblets. <laughs> right, right. You, you know, come on. Come on, two for 20, I have yeah. a coupon, dummy. Yeah, this is gross. I'm in. Oh, man, you're impossible to like. I told him he's you. The upside of it is she's looking for a guy that can do the steak 44 and Downside is, can't find the guy who does the You're State 44. You're going to have a very good couple. Downside, she's uh, attracted to a bad boy who can't take her to State 44. Next thing you know, she's rolling around in the back of a car, making people and staying out of Brett and mine's neighborhood. She's going to be pregnant by the time she's 16. Keep this up. I'll get you steak in a 40. Yeah, right. That's what she's about. Steak 44. Shut your mouth. Here's your 40. This a little 40 ounce. And here's your steak. That's your meat tonight. You're a bad boy. That's right. Uh-oh. Opposite of daddy. Bad boy goes to dinner with you Uh-oh. on her birthday. Oh, he's going to be Dad's eating. picking up. He's going to be eating, that's for sure. Oh, Dad's picking up, but she's got to be careful because prenatal care says she shouldn't eat a lot of protein. She's going to be pregnant. She'll be bored. He won't be able to take her to a dinner. <laughs> He'll do one of those romantic walks in the park thing. She's going to be pregnant. You've created a, preg- a pregnancy monster. We got child-free. And we need to be, as people who don't have children and don't want them, a little bit more like, hey, vocal about, I think people should get kicked out more often with their kids. That was This all comes from me working at Tony Roma's and seeing, you know, everybody acts like, oh, it's so different now. No, it's not. Uh, 30 years ago when I was working in restaurants, people just let their kids do whatever. The Cheerios, if I see a Cheerio, it ruined Cheerios for me. Watching people just throw it on the ground and say, well, you have people to pick that up. Like, what does your house look like, you hogs? They're goldfish bags. The second I saw that little Ziploc come out of that mom purse full of goldfish, I'm like, well, there's just going to be gummed up cud goldfish all over this table, all over that high chair. And you, you just want us to clean up after them for one night. That's where the fast, fast casual kicks in. They don't have time to set up camp and spray well, the Cheerios. They manage. I haven't seen that in a long they time. Manage. But it, it's, yeah, they find the they spots. Manage. Yep. 
they'll, they'll, if a mom has the thing of Cheerios, or even worse, the little, like she's super prepared and has the little plastic container of Cheerios for that little, little Tupperwares, yeah. Little tups of, here you go, doll, just gum it up and spit it all over the place. That's what, what and it doesn't matter because everybody loves you. Nope, not true. Cute. Yep. That was a good majority of the time, I think, that those kids were drinking tainted Sprites or we had Sierra Mist. There was a few Sierra Mists your kid was sucking down that had James Pierman's bodily fluids in them. I guarantee you that. Tough, I never did a it. A tough one is uh, eating at the restaurant and you look over and there's mush mouth. Get the f- whatever the carrots, liquid carrots, uh, and it's all over the uh, mouth. It, yeah. Just dripping. If you're in a restaurant, you shouldn't be allowed to. F- you should just like I num, 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 num. just like I couldn't bring it in if you and I went to a restaurant. Like Brady, you're not going to order off the menu. I, I brought you a bag of food. <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. It's against health code. With babies, for some reason, you can bring food from home into a restaurant. You're not supposed to be able to do that. If Brett and I are out, I'm like, I have some pizza I wrapped up from another place. Here you go, chow on that. I'm going to order something off the menu. They kick Brett out. Like, what are you doing? You brought food from another place. It's illegal. Did you guys just at, at Tony Romas? Did you just just fight over who was going to have to take that table was, when the kids walked in? Money exchanged hands a lot. I was like, especially if I was, because I was there for a long time as a busboy, especially when we first started. I was a busboy. I started when I was 15. By the time I was 17, you still had to be a busboy because you couldn't do anything else. I had seniority over all these little pricks, and I'd be like, look, I've cleaned up enough. After you. This is yours. Oh, you could give me five bucks for that. I'm not giving you anything. You go clean up that kid's orange snot slop goldfish. Puke. And was it restaurant carpet or was it? Oh tiger? yeah, it was that cruddy oh. restaurant. And we had to use the Bissell to try to get yeah. it off, and it didn't. It just mashed it in. So then you get on your hands and knees and scrub uh, baby cud out of the ah. out of the carpeting. Blech. My little angel, all four, and I mean all four, child-free restaurants. And everything else. It's great. That's what makes the gay neighborhood so awesome. Occasionally, one of their adopted Asians will pop in. But most of the time, a child-free zone is a really fantastic clean. place to be. So I'm all for this. And a child-free neighborhood for normal people, you don't have to be in amongst 70-year-olds. Under 55. Yeah. yeah I mean, just a great spot to live. And it's for us responsible people that didn't go muck up the earth with more people. Cool. Now, I think some of these places here... You can uh, cut in at 50. Ah, like yeah, you got to, I probably have to pay a little pay extra, but it's almost worth it. And that's the thing. People always will email and say, well, you were a kid once, and I was a kid who, if I misbehaved in a restaurant, you didn't know I was there. You never well, knew I was there. If I made a noise, if I talked, I was out of line. My grandpa had a rule in his house that if he's talking, no one else is. And if a kid says something at a table, dinner was over for that kid. You don't speak. You're not important at all. And it, uh, during dinner. And God forbid you hummed or anything else, he'd just reach over and take your plate. And he goes, that's it. It's a place for the adults to talk. You just eat. Man, that's pretty awesome. Because now I'm like, that's beautiful. What a That is a gold, beautiful thing. And he liked kids. He wasn't like, he just had strict rules about at the dinner table, the kids don't have a say. So it was shut your mouth. Restaurants. It was five across the mouth oh, for me if I got out of line. I just I was right in the restaurant. I spent many a meal in the back seat of a car in the parking lot. I blew my straw. I, I got a milkshake. That was a treat. Sucked up that milkshake and looked at that witch sister of mine. And just shot milkshake on her. Oh, you got in trouble. Oh, did I get in trouble? I got carried out of the restaurant by my pants. They're like a super wedgie, and he's like, "Shut your mouth." 
shut your mouth, don't you cry, I'll give you something to cry about that old line. And I'm like, oh my God. And I realized, oh, he's going to kill me. And I probably deserve it. That was pretty stupid. And then you realize, don't, note to self, don't shoot food on your stupid sister in public or otherwise. And when dad's around. Stuffed me in a car. I sat in the back of that Oldsmobile Regency Bro-Am. But two hours. It took the time. They could have abducted me. My dad would have been fine with it. He probably left the keys in the car with a note that said, free kid inside. I almost bid on one of those for you at the Barrett-Jackson on Saturday. Uh, Regency? Yeah, there's Uh, an 88 uh, Regency. What year? An 88. Oh, 1988. Oh, okay. Not the 98 and then the Delta 88. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a 76, 77, and we get the Grand Prix. Oh, yeah, we had another one in 86, the, the, the redo Regency. Bro, yeah. They were much smaller. Yeah, my, my dad Still liked the Oldsmobile. Still boat body. He loved the Oldsmobile, and he also liked a car for himself. The Oldsmobile was the family truckster. Yeah, child-free zones are uh, they're good. I have no issues with... I wonder if it's like a whole community where the restaurants and stuff like that, no kids either. I think that it's changed I mean, that's it, amazing. I mean, too, a little going out. I mean, now more and more... Families go out no matter what. When we would go out, like when I was a kid, when I was younger, I had to put a blazer on most of the time yeah, going out to dinner. Up. When you yeah. went to the Menacor restaurant, German restaurant, <laughs> you there was the- your behaving. <laughs> You're following well, orders there. This is only 20 years removed from their last movement. <laughs> You're still a little wary of the Germans. There were a lot of them still alive from the last thing saying, we were close and probably pretty happy about it. They almost won. And you got to remember that the survivors in Germany that were on board were this close to being a Germanic. The entire thing was almost Germany, the whole globe. There were a few of them that were unhappy about the loss. They did not take the loss well. They looked like that guy for the Bengals just sitting there crying. It's like, the Americans did what? Oh, man, we lost. Oh, we we were on the doorstep of it all. It was very close. But... I understand you got to suit up, make sure. But we didn't. Have, we didn't do too many suit nights because my dad knew we'd ruin. That's it. why we didn't like. That was smart because yeah. as a kid, you don't like doing that. Even on even on coat on. Back no, in I don't want to oh, go to planes. Yeah, we had to dress up to yep. go places. Yeah, I had a dumb little suit with a clip-on tie that occasionally they'd stuff me in, and I'd get antsy because I don't like having all those clothes on. But I knew better. I never. You never heard from me, and that's a good. That's good parenting. Kid is not to be heard from in public. It's not. It's not your time to shine, son. This is not an audition for who's the funnest kid in a restaurant. Sit down, shut up, or and you're not eating if you make any noise. That was great. It's the best. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited about this. First story. This is for us, John. This is for us. I'm looking. This lady. All she did was put a TikTok out. I'm sick of this. Every time I try to use some of the amenities in our neighborhood, there's rogue children ruining it. Can't do anything. Can't go to the park. Can't do you know like have those anything. And it was the worst part would be if they had a kid pool, and they're still in your pool. That's what she said. I do laps in the morning, and there's kids jumping at me. <laughs> like, this is great. So movement against them. I, I vote to eradicate them all. I'm packing today. I mean, I go further. I'll say, if we could just eliminate them, I would have no issue with that completely. Just kind of, you know, wean out the entire species. This guy had, a, uh, this guy had parents like us. John, believe me, I feel your pain of doing something stupid. Except when, uh, especially when I was uh, shooting spit wads at my sister, my yeah. dad would just beat my ass right there <laughs> and didn't care who was watching. Yeah, I didn't get the beatings. I got the, uh, I got everything just removed. I got the fear of beatings more than the beatings. Occasionally, you get the smack. Yeah, Whenever I would get the smack once in a while, but I usually, like I said, five yeah. across the mouth. And they would tell me, "I will hit you right in front of everyone." And I was like, "Oh, geez, here we go." Or he'd just start to unbuckle his belt, which he never hit me with once. But that was enough of a threat. He could smack that thing together and make me just poop. 
<laughs> yeah. Fear of your parents. That's a smarter, better way. You're, this love thing isn't working. It's just making all your kids fentanyl addicts. <laughs> Got to bring back fear. Bring back fear. 2023. Stop being their friends. Start being their wardens. Fear and shame, like we fear discussed and shame. last week. Fear and shame have been missing for a little while, and it's uh, and I notice it with your rat kids. I, I talk to my friend Mark's daughter all the time. She's just evil now. Oh, she, she just like she drove me home the other day. She's only fourteen, but they've got a golf cart, and we rode bikes. And I was getting bikes back to Mark's house, and you know everything else. And she drove the golf cart back, and she's just like, you know what, you are ugly ass. Guy. All right, okay, and I'll tease back, and then but she's just and she'll cuss and swear and stirring it up. Parents don't care. She's swearing like crazy, and I'm like, man, oh man, would have been a just a, I would have been buried in the that backyard the for that. Now, oh, the cussing thing, it's theirs. They're they're fine with it. Everybody's like, yeah, what are you gonna do? It's total bullshit, Dad. I'm like, she's 13. You should hit her. I think you should hit her. Like, Why? She shouldn't be. She's cussing at you. Ah, what are you gonna do? You hit her. I think you, right now <laughs> is when you. Okay, guess not. But yeah, so child-free zones. I like my friends' kids, but I like them at a distance. I like it when we go out. They don't go. They know I wouldn't. I've been invited over and like, are the kids going to be there? Ah, uh, yeah, and a couple of their friends. Nope, I'm out. Their friends are there, too. I've been through this. It's a nightmare. Nobody likes your kids. <laughs> Not on adult night. Let's keep it normal. be uh, interesting to see the responsibility of this couple. They're under investigation, the Department of Education, Ohio, because they have a school... That's openly anti-Semitic and racist. Nazi homeschooling group. Hmm. 2,500 members on it right now. Upper, huh. and I saw it. The headline said, Upper what? Yeah. Upper Sandusky. Upper Arlington. Which is oh. uh, Cleveland, but they're under investigation right now. They're openly anti-Semitic and they're under investigation? That the investigation well, takes two seconds. Well, that's why they've been accused of this, so they're under investigation. But they, you know, uh, I think they got something here. Nazi dissident homeschool group. Which now boasts over twenty five hundred members members on its Telegram channel. I guess you can get it uh, online too. But if you're openly anything, what are they investigating? That's whether that's that, that's got it's illegal to be. Is it a public you know, school? The group openly advocates white supremacist ideologies and uh, aims to make sure the children they teach become wonderful Nazis. Sure, if it's a private Nazi school, you got to allow it. If it's a public really? school, absolutely. It's the same thing as you going so to your religion school. So maybe they're looking school. into it to see. No different than you taking Kirby to Christian school. It's a belief system being taught to a child. It's horrible. Well, maybe they're making sure they follow everything. Like, if you're disciplining the kids, how are you doing that? Um, they're all on the same team. How do the Nazis discipline differently to their group? I I'm mean, saying they're not my... Well, I, I know some states... You know, ban any kind of uh, physical striking. Yeah, but you're, you're assuming the Nazis are just beating the crap out of the Nazi. Kids. Not assuming that. I'm just saying that that's why they're investigating and checking out. What, you know, are you no. following the state's education yeah, laws? Teaching them the reading, writing, and arithmetic. I don't think they're worried too much about knocking them around. And also throwing some Nazi stuff. It's really no. I, I, it's awful, but I don't see it any different than going to a religious school. Another great thing about the adult-only thing. No schools, let alone no Nazi schools. Stupid zones where you have to slow down to like four miles an hour for... No red for ed taxes. You know my favorite thing in the world is... Oh, you already have those. City buses. 
don't care about the people on the buses. They assume that, and they just park them on the side of the road, and everybody can just get out. But a, a school bus, they know those idiots get out. They have to stop everybody going every direction. City bus the other day just stopped on the road, and I was going around it, and then people just started to walk in front. Of, there's no crosswalk. I'm like, we need to Didn't stop. Didn't you learn this <laughs> in school? <laughs> when, did, when did that leave your brain, dummy? That you're not supposed to. There's a crosswalk 15 feet the other way. He's gonna walk in front of the bus. And pops right out from a. You didn't. I didn't see him right there in Glendale. Boink. I'm like ah. Yeah, but nobody cares. And that's what I always like, too, is like elementary school kids, they've done some studies. They can take a hit from a car at 50 miles an hour or under. Really? Junior, junior high is 25. You notice that that's it. They don't slow you down. Only bounces so far. Yeah, high schools are like 35. Let's kill at 10 miles an hour. These kids are bigger. We can hit them at 35. I've always, I've always looked at school zones, acceleration of speed. That's hilarious. Like, man, these kids are pretty small. 15. 15 and under. That, high school, yep. 35 <laughs> and all High school is 35. Pretty good. And the lights will be flashing. A reminder, these kids are 35. We're not going to take it to 15 for them. If not they as many hit. rolling balls in high school crossing the street. <laughs> I guess. They should have learned from the 15 and 25 mile an hour strikes that 35 is going to hurt a whole lot more. I just always thought it was great that as you got older, the speed limit around you went up. All right, now you're in the 25-mile-an-hour zone. Don't go dicking around. You survived the 15. It's like Donkey Kong. You're on another level. It's going to get a little tougher out there. I get upset when someone passes me in the 15-mile-an-hour zone. I'm obeying their, their pa- You can't pass! Yeah, no, I don't. I, I, I obey it to that crosswalk, and then I gun it the way you're supposed to. It's out of control now. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Leah Stevens has said, uh, wow, listening to these people emailing you, it terrifies me that listeners are using you to work through their issues. And I wish I could argue with her, but I can't. That is horrifying <laughs> to think these people are... Holmberg, you got me through something. Are you kidding? I can barely tie my shoes. Uh, Tanner says, it makes me laugh to hear all these emails from your sad sack listeners that have had a cruddy 2022. Up yours. I had a great year. <laughs> started started <laughs> like a new guy. job. Moved into a new house. Bought a brand new Lincoln. Cha-ching, Chavez. And even, the, uh, even though you guys weren't the reason my year was great, you're icing on my cake, signed Tanner. Van Hofwegen. It's a great Nazi name. I like that guy. Sure vegan. Uh, This one says, John, if I could for the listeners and myself, see if you can find the dearly missed and amazing native Chief Double Down. Just one more time. Have him hang out for a moment today. Thanks, Morning Signals. Maybe, Daniel. Maybe. We'll see if Double Down pops in. Big year. Double Down had a big year, you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why do you say that? Casino, uh, it was good. It was they good had a good year. year for, oh, I'm sure yeah. the casinos had a really good year. Positive of that. It says, uh, my favorite moment of 2022, John, this is Luis Suarez. When we all discovered the glory that is miles to nowhere, it's the gift that keeps giving. Oh, it's not wrong. I love 
Oh, diabetes in a song. And then so, uh, this is a great way to put it. If Brett's taught me anything in his time on the show, it's this. That a lot of people keep thanking you and saying, hey, thanks for the laughs. But they haven't acknowledged what it is that brought them to the party. So let's give a hearty applause for some good old-fashioned casual racism. That's why you people are here. It isn't racism. Bigotry. It's different. Bigotry. And it applies to all of them. I don't like, I don't like any races. As Humankind. Said, as I've said for years, race is the leading cause of racism. Let's eliminate those. Eliminate all races, I said. And that's a very dangerous thing if they play it in a sound clip. <laughs> I'm, I'm more like Martin Luther King than anyone you'll ever meet. In that, I don't want to judge anybody by the way they look. I think that Martin Luther King's message to everyone was, look, more than likely the person you're talking to is an asshole. Give him a chance. Don't judge him on what you think. You're probably right. But give him a chance and judge him based on the merits of his character. Don't look at him and make an assessment, but you're probably right. As time marches on, your cynicism just will Just give it in. a chance. Just, just give this guy. Don't judge him before you know, even though time has taught you pretty well what you need to know about most folks. Look at the, How many times do you say, look at this guy? I did it at the Four Peaks a couple weeks ago, and that guy was shuffling towards me like, look at this booze hound. He's going to come up and bother me all goddamn night. And a guy had had a brain aneurysm for crying out loud. All I had to do was listen to him for a minute. And what did Dr. Lucille O'Neill teach us and Shaquille? It doesn't cost you one red cent to be nice. So there. But I am the Martin Luther King of Phoenix. I, I believe that to be true. <laughs> I, like Martin Luther King, hated all races. I wanted people to judge each other individually. <laughs> Casual racism is not what we do here. It's giant, giant judgment and uh, bigotry. It's fantastic. And we all do it. That's why the show works. Also, Miles to Nowhere. I love you and you love me. <laughs> do we end the show with that today? Oh, and play the whole ever. song. Bert, do we ever? The whole song, which we've never heard. Do we ever? No, I don't think we've ever gotten <laughs> no, all the way ever. through, right? <laughs> Can't do it. I don't think I could either. The diabetes. I'd need so much insulin. That's all right. It's Larry's show by then. So let's play it to start Larry's yeah. show, and we'll just leave the room. <laughs> uh, it is time for your Brady report. It's br- oh, and also before I get into this, have to say thanks to the guys at uh, M and P Guns and Mo Money Pawn yesterday. Finally got that gift from last year off the wall. Oh, I got to post that. I it is post beautiful. Right and so my AK forty seven is in the house. The gift that that kept giving. They displayed it for a while. I'm like, give me that. Went through, did all the paperwork, which I've been so lazy to do, and got you know got the thing back. Walked it over to the house. It's in this giant case. Emily downstairs. You know who we queuing on? Emily, who's yeah. downstairs. Yeah. We. I told her. I said I got the. Uh, it's in my car. I'm coming outside. Like she's dropped everything to go stand in the parking lot. So there I was in the parking lot at work yesterday, holding an AK-47 in the parking lot, taking it out of this giant thing. It's got a, like a, a tactical vest that came with it. That thing's not bulletproof, is it? No, no. Okay, no, no. I was kind of hoping it might have a shield in there, but it didn't. You caused an instant panic the, looking oh. out at the uh, KDKB and KSLX looking out their windows. And Holmberg lost it. We knew. He and QAnon are out there. Yeah, QAnon and Emily and I are standing in the parking lot handling an AK-47. It's great. 
So thanks to the guys, uh, Byron and uh, Eric and all the folks over there. They're just great people, and they got us that gift a while ago. And I can't say enough about how much that uh, – it's awesome. It is so cool. I can't wait to go out and play with it. Don't play with guns. Shoot it. I'll say shoot it. It's a bad phrase. Anyway, so thanks to those guys too. It's uh, Just getting it all out of the way as we close up shop here. Uh, it's time for the uh, final Brady Report of the Year. Uh, it's brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light. Thanks to them as well. Hooters is the place to catch all your football action, whether that be pro football or soccer. Catch the games at Hooters this weekend, including the World Cup Finals on Sunday. Yay, soccer. Oh, boy, I can't wait to set my alarm for 6.30 to get a good seat. Uh, I'll just go to Hooters to stare at the, the better cups, the B's and D cups. <laughs> I'm not going to go to any World Cups. Be whoring. Hooters, thank you for helping us out with Brady Reports all year long. Brady Report. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Happy National Chocolate-Covered Anything Day. Not anything. I can think of three things right away you don't want chocolate on. Couple of baseless fun facts. Holiday fun facts. Okay. Mistletoe is from an old English word, mistelton, which means little dung twig. <laughs> Apparently what? because the plant spreads through bird droppings. Right. Well, that's true of all plants. You need... Not all plants. All plants need, like, to survive. Whether it's bug or... He's know, just saying not ground. just bird... Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, I'm saying all of it. Yeah. Like, feces, fertilizer is just poop. In some European countries, it's traditional for people to leave out their shoes rather than socks or stockings for Santa to fill. Yuck. Man, Kirby could take home a whole <laughs> <large> <laughs> you imagine what your daughter could pull? Here's one of my shoes, Santa Claus. <laughs> fill it to the brim. A cabin? New daddy, car. Daddy, daddy, wake up. Oh, excuse me. Hey, Santa's still here. It's 10 a.m. He cannot fill my shoe all the way. Goddamn kids' feet are massive. You want another batch of cookies, Santa? What's wrong with that kid's ass? Sorry. I'm going too far. <laughs> According to the Guinness Book of World Records, the tallest Christmas tree ever cut was 221 foot. Or huh? 200, it's 221 foot Douglas fir tree. It was displayed in Seattle in 1950. Wow. Sounds like a Clark Griswold type yeah, tree. Big tree. I wonder if they decorated it. Probably. It wouldn't be a Christmas tree otherwise. It's some tree in the middle of a thing. <laughs> a lot of popcorn. Now nah, we just put up this empty <laughs> yeah, tree. We're not getting out there. That's ridiculous. Killed we, the tree just to display we, it. They we, went to decorate it in the. Caught on fire. We didn't realize what we were up to until we got it downtown. And boy, it's big. I ain't doing I'll it. I'll do it about halfway up. I'll do it as high as Seattle, I can reach. Seattle, it didn't catch on fire. <laughs> no. I'll reach up here and I'll get it to here. Boy, what, at the Seattle game last night was a snooze fest, too. There wasn't much to – we weren't happy. Well, I knew that defense was just – It's finally happening. But tough. let's hear it for local boy uh, Brock Purdy, who's just – Yeah, no kidding. How about the love he got last night? He's Well, he deserves it. Oh, I, I agree. He's a he's the he's Rocky. He's yep. the feel-good story. Kid shouldn't be – Mr. Irrelevant was his nickname before two weeks ago. Right. The CEO of a national chain called Rupert Landscape just surprised his employees with a very generous year-end bonus. Ready for this? Twelve hundred workers got checks for between seven thousand and two hundred grand. Whoa! He gave out twenty-eight million in bonuses. Wow! You hear that trip? <laughs> I was going to say, 
You're making bosses feel bad right now when they hand out their $100 Walmart. Just like fake news, fake news. They recently partnered with an investment firm, which brought in a ton of money, so he shared the wealth. Wow. Some of the higher paid employees didn't get the $100 gift card this year. Is that how much it was? Uh, I think so. I haven't checked mine. I didn't check mine. He's handing out 200 grand. I can't get 100 bucks. Hey, I'll still use it. You can't. <laughs> I was told not to. I told I wasn't allowed to have it. You're, you're not getting a gift. Why? Come on. All right. It's $100. You didn't get one? No, I wasn't. They took it out of the little. You know, I got the he star. The thing that all you, you guys got. You got an empty can? Yeah, I got an empty can. He took it he out. Got, you got the coffee cup and the empty can, <laughs> but no car. Yeah, I'm like a beggar. Oh, I got man. like an empty. Yeah, I got this. You can have the star and the cup, but you're going to notice that when everybody else opens their star, <laughs> yours, yours, is, yours is going to be empty. And there's this. Boy, you got the Star of David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So there's a casual racism. <laughs> Your situation means that you don't need it. You're not going to Walmart. What was it for? It was just an Amazon card. Amazon, Amazon. thank you. Yeah. It's a nice gesture for everyone but me. The Senate just voted to ban it on all government devices this week. TikTok, no longer. It's over? In the government. So now oh, the really? next step would be... They're trying to sign the legislation to ban it in the United States. Because it's a Chinese company, right? Yeah. Well, in their terms of service is the whole big deal. Because it gives China the, the ability Access. to look into your phone. Sure. Anything in your phone. 28% Apps, of people surveyed everything. said they don't want it. I hate to say it, but I, they already can. Oh, I, I agree. I guarantee you one of your face apps is Plus, Chinese, too. Go ahead. Look at some of our emails from listeners. You don't want to see mine. You don't want to see ours. No. Sharky Mankins, come you, on. You want to see that? <laughs> you don't want to see that discarded photo I took of a mole on my thigh. Oh, this is, I wonder if this one's cancer. <laughs> I got a real close shot of it. I'm like, ugh. Oh, you said oh, discarded. I thought you made. Yeah. Well, I deleted it, it off, it. and no, then but you took a picture of it. China's just going through my phone, going, "Gross, gross. What is wrong with his face? Gross, gross, racist, gross, <laughs> gross." <laughs> <laughs> Why so many pictures of a Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> there are. And now it's time for some science news. Son of a bitch, I was just Oh, looking. man. Way to close her out, Richard. <laughs> Come on. Unprepared. <laughs> I know. Come on. The half-assed Friday. We're barely trying. We're already on vacation. We just show up for a few hours. Give the listeners one more thing to be Go ahead. worried about. Yeah. Kick the cuck one more time. <laughs> and now it's time for some science news. Come on. Still not time for science news. <sighs> I'm with you, Brett. And now, and now it's time for some science news. Are you working a play school? What's going on over there? There it is. Hello, my friends. Professor Brady Bogan here with your science news. A big breakthrough in nuclear fusion was announced this week. For the first time, researchers in California were able to create more energy with it then put in, which is a big deal. The layman's terms, fusion is when you're combining atoms, and fission is when you're splitting an atom. Fission is what nuclear power plants use, but that creates a ton of radioactive waste. Fusion doesn't, and it can produce unlimited clean energy. I saw that. It was with lasers. They fired it into a thing that they can normally get like 60% of something they were getting... Like two hundred percent. Yeah, and they were using. It's this just, isn't one of those things where it's we like might the, open up a black hole, but uh, <laughs> that's what, what was that thing they were doing the other day? It the does Hadron. cause black holes, yeah. like on the Earth, and could swallow us. But 
pretty cool. We're about ready to flip the switch. But the uh, this is pretty neat. And they said in the next forty years, this completely eliminates Dude. nuclear and uh, coal. All the energy will go through this. That's what that quantum physicist that made me feel like the biggest idiot on the planet when I was sitting having lunch with him said. Lasers are the future. We can harness all their power. We don't need we don't need any uh, fuel. Everything can be propelled by lasers if we triangulate them properly. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Just enjoy the burger I bought. <laughs> the two volcanoes on Hawaii's Big Island suddenly stopped erupting this week. Suddenly? Might be done no. for now. That's not a good sudden yeah. sudden stoppage. <laughs> Ready for good the grand news finale. for a lot of people that were worried about the lava reaching their homes. They ended up um, it ended up erupting for about two weeks. It's the first time since 1984. That's enough. Yeah, good enough. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Fortnight of eruption. Researchers found fossils of a giant shrimp from, uh, they're estimating, 470 million years ago. The biggest one they found was six foot five. It's a big shrimp. They found basically, uh, they found Dwayne the Rock Johnson's shrimp. Oh, my God. Jeez. Wow. I can't even imagine what that looks like. My brain doesn't grasp. Where? Uh, and how afraid was the guy in that submarine? <laughs> what if it's one of those mantis shrimps that punches you? Oh, wow. Could you imagine that? We got something on sonar, sir. It's shaped like a giant. I don't know what this is. It's the size of two chains. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? I need a younger captain. Researchers in Australia discovered female snakes have love buttons. Just like oh, humans. What? But you like everything, it's really hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does the male snake reach around and fiddle with? <laughs> and with tail. what? How does he even <laughs> search? Just that tongue? What? I guess yeah. the Yeah, he's got nothing to <laughs> Of course it's hard to find. He has no arms. I don't ever see a girl snake roll over on her back and give him a go either. Wouldn't she just be rubbing that in the dirt all day like a girl from AJ? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what would you rather do? Pearl Adams? Find a there. snake's love button or a girl from AJ? <laughs> I'd go for the snake. I'm going with a snake. I'd be licking that snake all day. Snake. Safer. I think I found it. It is safe. And how do you know when you find it, the snake just goes, oh, yes. <laughs> Stops rattling. It's following you around for a little while. Come back. This is kind of scary. A a biotech firm in Germany wants to open the first artificial womb facility to grow designer babies in labs. Finally, it's happening. You can choose things like height and hair color. They claim it could be common in 10 years. They said that in a... I watched a video when I was a kid in school that in the future, people their babies out of a vending machine. (laughs) What do you want? And they had these two people standing there. What do you want, honey? A boy or a girl? And he hits a button. All right. White or black? And then they went, (laughs) white. (laughs) I was kidding. It's not an option. The future will be creamy white. Or other. NASA's. Orion spacecraft splashed down in the Pacific on Sunday after a 1.4 million mile journey around the moon. And the Perseverance rover captured 
the first ever audio of a dust devil on Mars. It wasn't the first ever dust devil. It was the first ever audio. Audio, audio captured. Yeah. Right. That's your science news. All right. <laughs> your exit is impressive. <laughs> Food news. Snickers is expanding there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the guy. Their brand. With a new protein bar. Oh, yeah. That's what I look for. The Snickers High Protein Bar. It's a payday. It'll be available starting right, in January of 2023. <laughs> It's got uh, 20 grams of protein. How many calories, Brady? Thousands. Got to be 1,200. Didn't give me the uh, calories. It says don't worry about it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Ralphie Mays, fat guy news. You got to get your protein from one of them uh, Snickers bars, Brady. That's good stuff. Hot garbage when Obrick tells you those are bad for you. Look at me. I'm a mountain of a man. I have lots of protein. The Viva Veggie Van, which is a plant, plant-based caterer, they got a food truck. They are planning on uh, pulling up that food truck in front of the Birmingham Brewery Company. It's a little microbrewery place in uh, England. Uh, but they canceled. Sure. The uh, brewery said, we do not represent this food uh, caterer because of the one item they're offering, uh, the Anne Frankfurter. <laughs> it looks like that snake's love button. The Anne Frankfurter no very hard to find. Very hard. It's on top of the thing. Good luck. She's in there somewhere. The Anne Frankfurter is pretty great. <laughs> What's wrong with that? The owner says, "I thought you know we weren't. We're still. I we're, thought it was kind of funny. It is. It's not really her. They're not making them out of her." Or are they? Sure, her story's terrifying. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's now. been a long time. Maria Finn's the owner of Viva Veggie, and she uh, was interviewed by the Jewish Chronicle. Oh, they were once that once I didn't mean it to be offensive. <laughs> well, the second you say that, you're done. <laughs> the second you tell the Jewish if you even have to utter that phrase to the Jewish Chronicle, you're doomed. Sorry, guys, I didn't mean for that to be offensive. What you've done is offensive. She opened up by saying, you people need to settle yeah. down. <laughs> What's it called? The Vita Veg? Viva Veggie. And they're serving Frankfurters? Plant-based. Some kind oh, of, yeah. so yeah. it's not a real one. Yeah. So what's... The, I don't understand. I don't even know why they had the idea. <laughs> the Ann Frankfurter. <laughs> I mean, you and I would order that just <laughs> oh, on principle. Are you kidding me? I got to have that. A couple of bobbies in London kicked down a door because they saw a woman in the room face down in a passed out. Someone called in and reported. I don't think the lady's moving. It's been a while. So they go over there, look through the window, find the girl Uh-oh. passed out in a bowl of soup. That's what they're looking at. Oh, they kick the door down. Ends up it's an art exhibit at this lady? gallery. That's a fake lady. No kidding. I'd have kicked the door down too. Exactly. That looks real. Wow. It's called Christina. It's good to know that the British cops just uh, patrol the city by peeking in your windows. Well, they got a call. Oh, okay. That's different. So the peeping Tom had a heart of gold. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. This is also in a neighborhood in London. This happened. Um, They've been struggling with people relieving themselves on the city streets. 
They're fighting back now. They're painting the walls and other surfaces with this special kind of paint, which actually causes a stream to splash back on the person that's peeing. The wall will piss back on you. Yeah, and um, <laughs> they showed a little video of this stuff, and they put this coating on all sorts of different items. It repels any kind of moisture. Have you smelled a homeless person? Do oh, yeah. Think, do you think they care about what's shooting back at them? No, in fact, I don't even think they whip it out. I think they just, they just let it go, go. warm themselves up, up against, in the cold up against the wall. But for if about the, a minute or two. If and the then, building you're pissed, freezing yeah, for an hour right. and a half. But if they the, learn. If the building pissed back, the homeless guy would, ah, I'm filthy now. It's not, <laughs> ah, it's happening. They don't care. So people who spend a lot of time peeing on walls aren't going to, that's not really going to stop them. Although it would be a neat thing to watch. And all that's going to happen is people like Brett and I will take people from out of town and go, oh, you can just pee on the wall, no big deal. And we take them oh, right man. to the piss back wall also, and watch tourists get pissed on by buildings and we laugh for hours. Also not a Bumble profile you want to click on. I spend a lot of time pissing on walls. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I got two kids. I don't see them, but every 14 days, not allowed. I like to go down to downtown and pee on the Lures building. Just the piss wall? It started pissing. This is the, uh, the material. Well, it looks like a... Plate steel. What is ultra? It's like ramble designed. A revolutionary super hydrophobic coating that repels water and refined oil using nanotechnology. Are you ready to be amazed? Oh, yeah. It's the building that pisses back. Cinder block with water coloring. So you just, it's just a hard surface. Yeah, so then. there's a regular cinder block that just, oh, just wow. pisses it right off. It, 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 piss back on it repels everything. So it repels it and then just drills it down to the sidewalk where it was going anyway. Yeah, so you just get it on your shoes and stuff. Right, it just takes it'll, longer. It'll run down the street just like the old days. Interesting. So buildings will be coated with this incredible stuff so they'll never be wet again, so we'll have floods in the streets. Look for the guy from uh, Mighty Putty. Chilling away for this stuff. Wow. How long until this is a hair care product for dry. women? Then oh. go out in the rain. And- Super glue lady's mad. Oh, yeah. That's pretty neat. All right. Nanotechnology. That's right, Brady. From your grandma. Right from your grandma. My nano made this. <laughs> She's a smart lady. She's a really smart woman. Dry as a bone, the nano. <laughs> Always knew how to keep it dry. You couldn't get Stop that woman ready. wet. <laughs> My nano couldn't get wet if she was in the ocean. Oh. That woman was the Sahara. I love you, nano. But her technology is amazing. My grandpa used to complain about it all the time. Is that covered in nanotech? Yeah. He said he tried to candy coat granny's cans once and shot off into like quicksilver. Her nickname hydrophobic. Yeah, it is a dry woman, my nano. Dry nano. Let's Google get to some it. Google dry nano. Radio videos. Got a couple of kids getting hurt videos. All right. A little shaver on his Ranks, motorbike. Ranks. Oh, God. Goes down, and then the dog ah, takes him out of the second <laughs> round. The dog attacked him. Franks. This is a Monty Python sketch. Right. The kid Hello. just crashed his bike, and a dog starts eating him. And the dog's not even in the shot to begin with. It's just like, a dead kid, I'm going to eat that. Oh, and I mean, just closes the door on this. He's in protocol. Next one's Big Sister throwing uh, bags at a dartboard. 
Thing. Or no, it's a soccer ball. It looks there like you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this one's a kicking one. Like there's ball. there's another one too. Oh. But, um, there's uh, another one that looks just like that this. Pelted uh, kids getting pelted. Okay, this is people kicking soccer balls into a dartboard. Pretty big, oversized dartboard. Hot girl in a blue dress. Oh, just, just faced a kid underneath yeah. the dartboard. She missed. <laughs> what is he like? Four. There's three kids there. She oh, who's standing ground. under there? <laughs> who's who's manning this carnival? There's two young kids standing under the door. The kid's head is gone. And then a dog attacked him. I don't see another one. That's pretty good. Well, this is a, what is this? Just people under the age of four getting hurt? Yeah, kids getting hurt is the entire It's an entire site dedicated to children being injured. It's a beautiful thing. There's a car. Oh, this is a Jeep. Oh, On a night vision Jeep. I don't know how kids get hurt here. Little guy getting out of the back seat. Shuts the door. Mom opens. Oh, that's nothing. Walked into an open. That's it. Big whoop. Yeah. Toledo, if you're going to I do didn't it. pull that one. I didn't. Okay. I that was know. Toledo just taking a random throw. Yeah, just took a shot. All right. No need. Next. Next one's a, a passenger on a motorcycle. She's in on shorts in the tank. Yeah, didn't do too well. The guy's not looking good. She's, oh, God. Oh. Oh. Two chicks. Yeah. That's girls riding motorcycles. Yeah, that was the first thing. That's no good. Look at the guy ahead looking back at him. Look at me. I can yeah. look behind wow. me and drive. I don't know how you even make a motorcycle do what they're doing to it. <laughs> they both use their bare feet to break the fall. That one's ankle is shattered, oh, wearing shorts it and like flip it, flops. It was, oh. yeah. it was the croc flying off. Oh. And we got one from uh, another listener. Was okay. Uh, not taking a... a Turn too fast in a tanker truck. Okay. Oh, he's slow on the turn, and it's over. The tanker truck is over. Way over. All the way down. Bad. That's just a car crashing. That's not bad. So far, pretty tame, boys. Brett? Oh. Fix it. <laughs> Hang I knew you did the work. Hang on a second. Let, me, let right. me stretch out here a little oh, bit. Hold Brett's beer. Here we go. Crandall's been holding back on some, so oh. he's been saving them for End right of the now. year. Final. Yes. Yeah, the videos of the year. I thought I was out. Oh, boy. Here we go. So this That's one is this is one of those ones that uh, I know. That, so here here's one when they tell you to evacuate during bad weather, it's probably a good idea. Just listen, right? All right. Oh, here comes a, a river flood. Is the guy up there? No sound. Oh, told oh, you to leave. His whole house is in the river, and he was in and it. In it. <laughs> that guy's not here anymore. Good night. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> wow, where was that? What dump country was that? That built houses know. in the river. And uh, here's here's a here's an Eagles fan uh, trying to catch a train. Music or Philly? Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, he's running. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He pulls it. Clocked. Do we got sound? No, I don't have any. Hang on a You're giving me nothing, man. Hang on. Do they have fly like an eagle behind it? I'm guessing. No. Or that some fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. guessing that's it. All right. Yeah, I get no sound on your spread. This is a really sad way to end the year for your videos. We're watching know, people get hurt and no, no, we can't hear it. No cracking. I don't, th- I don't think no. this one has a sound, but uh, there's some guys checking the tire pressure. Oh, the race. Of, or no, they're just by no, the freeway. No, they're just, yeah, just fixing some. Overfilling. Oh, no, 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 they walked away with the don't thing in there. It's inflating that lady oh, and her baby. Lady and baby. Lady no, and baby. baby. No. No. Oh, it's going to blow any second now. Look at it. Oh, my God. Why is that baby there? Brett, I hate you. (laughs) There's the exploding baby trick. The great exploding baby trick of Taiwan 2022. Wow. 
That had a good, oh, suspenseful Jeez. Your God is an awful God, Brady. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the suspense when she... I mean... Oh! <laughs> I missed it. There you go. Some clown. You missed it again. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, well, that's that drifting thing. Yeah. It's inevitable that... Fat guys get hit. Fat guys holding watermelons are going to get hit. I think he was. That's what I said. Look at this clown. (laughs) He's wearing clown hair, and now he's not. (laughs) And he was wearing a watermelon on top of his head. His clown hair stayed right where it was. Uh, To me, fat fat white guys holding watermelons wearing afros is probably Brett's family reunion. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we'll we'll end it with this one. This is, uh, uh, you've heard the song, It's Raining Men. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. No. Uh-oh. Oh, there's a, oh, there's a guy laying dead on the sidewalk there. Yeah. Oh, another guy falls right next to him. <laughs> there's there's, there's the building. more. <laughs> oh, man. <What> the? <laughs> that's, and gays, that's what it looks like yes. when it's raining men. It's not funny. Oh, my oh, gosh. Almost landed on the guy helping the other guy. A couple suicides back-to-back. Oh, one. Man. Thank you for faces of death. Landed. Go out without some death and dismay there. Landed within a foot of each other. Man. Okay, well, there you go. Those are the Bradio videos with Brett's death house right behind it. <laughs> Bradio videos are the video paradise. Brett's is that thing behind the curtain. Yeah. Come back here to the adult section. <laughs> the beads yeah, and the stuff. Beads. Going. What's back here? Oh, I need some ID. Yeah, mine and Brady's aren't worth posting. You should put all yeah. those on the Facebook page. Absolutely. All right. Oh, oh, Enjoy those for the holidays. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Send you off. Merry Christmas. Yikes. 807. <laughs> Uh, there goes your Brady report. Adam Carolla is coming in here. In a coming little bit. in. I know. I don't know yeah. why he's doing that. I don't Ask I don't him. I will. Uh, Adam Carolla will be here. He's, he's too famous for this. This is <laughs> he doesn't need to do this. This is a waste <laughs> of his time. Uh, Carolla is going to join us in just a little bit. Uh, there goes your Brady report. It's ninety eight KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, "Fully erect." Ninety eight Anyway, all right, the fireside chats are upon us right now, and all we ask is you don't waste our time. We'll let it be sponsored today by that Josh kid who had the guts to go tell people I'm up here. You know, I'm, I'm going to get some sales out here at Arrowhead, Arrowhead Harley. <laughs> I like that. That's the kind of courage you say. Talk about me. You got it. I'm Joshua at Arrowhead Harley. I give people deals. It's what I do. How you doing? I promote me now. <laughs> That's illegal, but I got to appreciate it because he's up to something. Your mama's going to love this bike. <laughs> hey, mommy. You need two of these is what you need. I'll give you a deal. Uh, all right, let's go right to it and see who we've got. How do you want to start off here? Let's start with P.O. All right. P.O. was a part of the comedic day that lives in infamy every year. P.O. stood on our audition box here back in December. On the 3rd of December, a large man who talked about pooping and peeing out of the same hole oh, right. for you a good it, right? 10 minutes. You get it, right? We got it. And he was high as a kite, and uh, P.O. was on the line with us. P.O., are you there? Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing, man? Hey, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for letting me get back. I just wanted to tell you guys, I really appreciate so much you guys give me a shot. Um, this might surprise you, but I've never did anything like that before, ever. <laughs> Not you surprised. I totally <laughs> took my virginity, yeah. Uh, but uh, I am an aspiring stand-up. I am going to get out there and start doing some... Uh, some open mics and all that. Nice. So this, you guys kind of, yeah, you guys kind of broke me out of my shell. You know, let me know that, uh, you know, I got a shot at this. But, um, you know, you guys made fun we of me. We did not. No, hold on, P.O. We didn't give you any <laughs> false sense of having a shot at this, did we? Oh, I mean, 
did I not make you laugh? Well, you, you know you're a naturally mean? funny guy. You're a funny person, but well, I don't think I told you oh, you should you. do those jokes on stage for people. Like, just be funny at parties right now until you get material. Oh, well, I mean, that's what I've done my whole life. That's the whole thing. My friends have always told me i got to give this a shot. And there's just, you know, I, there's just a couple things I wanted to run by you guys oh, real quick. God. No. First of all, again, you, you got to, I mean, I understand... Again, I'm not. I'm just like you, John. I'm not sexist. You know, I just keep it real how it is. Everyone's talking about how Ronda Rousey could beat up guys and all this. Right? Do you think there's a woman on the planet that could beat me in a cage match? <laughs> yeah, I think there's tons of them. You barely made oh, it up the on, stairs. You know? <laughs> you, 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 we were struggling to get on a couch. Yeah, give me a little bit of, but come on, ground and pound. If I get a voice, I'll take a couple shots. You will I'll have a heart attack. It's over. You will have a heart attack with the first punch landed, and I'm not sure I'm betting on you, See, you landing just, it. You, you disappoint me, John. You sound like all my delusional friends. You guys are nuts. Everybody's trying to keep you from fighting women is what we're trying to do. It's, a, it's so many bad what? ideas here. Hey, I'm not Andy Kaufman or nothing, but I'm, I'm like, I'm for real. I will... Yeah. I will destroy Ronda You're gonna have. Rousey I'll tell you this. Yeah, he'd have to finish for sure in the first round. You would. Ha- you will be more like Andy Kaufman <laughs> than you know in the fact that you'll both be dead if you keep this up. <laughs> Fair enough, John. Fair enough. My friends just want me to be, believe it or not, we've been raging about that for years. I told them, bring it on. Yeah. You find me a girl that will cage match me, I will do it. You I will, can hear I, it. Not only that, I will challenge you to go to uh, reactdefense.com, and I can pick six girls immediately that could kick your ass the first minute. Sounds good, brother. I'm down. <laughs> you just want to touch girls, you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're doing. You find me- you find a girl that's ready to sacrifice their life, and you get this going. <laughs> well, yeah, just in case you fall down after they knock you out in their direction. I've got five hundred thirty-three dollars. Oh, it says my man. Look, at Pio. least hey, look, at least I have the the knowledge to know that I can't say I can beat every Chinese person in a foot race. I cut it down to about half, but that means I'd be a, a billion and O before I got into the half that could beat me. Hey, fair enough, John. But like I said, weight advantage is a thing. I'm a cool 420, baby. Yeah. Like I said, I look at my weight. It's time to get high. All right. You you but actually it, measured it, your it, weight it, to, to be a strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So anyway, my friends want me to get that down. You guys made fun of me because you said my joke didn't have a punchline. It didn't. I had a joke I wanted to tell. But I knew I couldn't use the word right the words I want to use. I won't use those words. Okay. But I wanted to run this by you, see if this is a good joke. If this so let me get this life. straight. You're still auditioning for the December third show. Fair enough. All Maybe right, go next ahead. year. This, go is, ahead. this is next year's difference. Go. Okay, so I'm an inter- I'm an international man of travel. I was in England, and uh, you know I'm in this little pub here. I'm enjoying enjoying uh, ale and some food. And all of a sudden, I hear this guy screaming the homo F word. Uh-huh. He's like, these homo F words are making me sick. I hate homo F words. These are horrible. I'm like, what the hell's going on? So I go over there, this guy's going off, and I look down, and he's got a plate of meatballs. Yeah, and I don't know if you know this, you guys can Google it. Yeah, Google bird's eye F words, homo F words. That's what they call meatballs in England. It's not a they joke. Again, F-words. you're just telling a story. You're not letting me finish, John. <laughs> oh, God. It's not finish yet? <laughs> when is it so, going to finish? I can't even joke at this. Yeah. Okay, hurry up. <laughs> so, okay. So, I'm like, dude, you can't be screaming homo word in restaurants in America. But so, I kind of, you know, we, we cleared it up. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I thought you were screaming homo word. You can't be doing that. 
You know, if you did that in America in the restaurants, they'd throw you out. You know, unless you're at Chick-fil-A. Uh, okay. That's the punchline. I waited eight minutes for that. See, this is why you're it funny at party. Line. Yeah, but the whole middle part, the build, line, the right? build up is brutal. But you get it though, right? <laughs> Don't start that again. All right, PO, thank you. I, I enjoy. I think you. he's better off going the cage mount. Match yeah, I think route. I think you're gonna have a better success fighting women. <laughs> Uh, then you would. Hey, set it up, man. I, I would do set it in a it second. Uh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> you don't want any part of that. You'll get your legs broken. Hey, real, real quick, guys. I just want to tell you, I love real you guys. Quick. I every, <laughs> I've been an everyday listener for like the last 15 years. I love you. And you, I know you said it as a joke. You said you would, you guys could do like a trivia show. You guys should do a trivia show all about you guys. I'd tell murder it. We would know even all know your parents' names. I know every story. I know everything. Maybe one day we'll do a quiz for like super listeners where you can ask us questions about ourselves hey that's good too man see if we remember what you're talking about all right po thank you very much now it's back to bed my friend we'll see you soon hey sounds good but i love you guys thank you back at you thank you i I can't imagine him in a cage fight like one round he'd be like king hippo and mike tyson's punch (laughs) out where you just keep punching him and then he's out He just does that. His eyes yep, crossed. Yep. And his little yeah. his drawers are falling down, and keep pulling them up. <laughs> oh yes, pants. Were, <laughs> yep. Look, I know a lady uh, up there at Tactical Black that's probably pushing sixty, maybe older than that. Would beat the tar out of him. She punched me in the chest once, and I thought I was having a heart attack. Uh, we need to set that up. Yeah, she was great. She's fast. She's got snappy little punches. Like you said, as much as we'd want to be behind this, we can't. We can't kill Pio right. or some lady. That's wrong. And then, if what if he does beat her up? That's not good either. There's no winner here. Yeah, Moron. Uh, Mark is on the line. Let's get away from that terrible person. Mark, are you there? Hey, good day, John. Hello. Brady. Good day. I'm doing the, the, the fire stage uh, for taking my call. Um, about this arena I have, when, uh, what? when the football... Hold on. You're on a speakerphone. Uh, I Mark, told him not to. Are you on Bluetooth or speaker? Bluetooth. Get off of it. I told you not to get on that. I heard I heard Brett tell you not to be on speakerphone. Get off of it. Oh, that's a speakerphone, I guess. Um, I apologize. Nah, uh, the one the, that says speaker. The idea is that when, the, when we're playing football, we, we change the stadium for uh, the goalpost has a pit that opens up behind it. And when, when the sidelines and the referees, uh, coaches are running, it becomes a fast-moving pathway. And then the, the, then the receiver and the the defender fall down into a pit behind the behind the goalpost for a hail mary pass. Right? We talked about this before. And, um, we have the next upgrade is the yeah, where, I remember. Hold um, on a second. Why in the world would there be a death pit behind the end zone? When uh, we we fight like in midair and do like who like, does like the defender and the receiver and the receiver? Oh, when they jump up for the ball. Oh, I see. So they're falling at the same speed that the ball is, kind of. They're trying to find it, and uh, the pit that's the foam pit is also falling at the same speed, and they'll have oxygen masks on so they can, like, you know. All right, you're an insane kind of person. Are you what the one drugs that, are you on? That uh, I'm, I'm, I've called third time now. This is an update. Yeah, the last the, time uh, he did the baseball stadium of nonsense. And then if the, I remember. the uh, train, the underground train. Yeah, were you the train out, guy that the, wanted to build the dolphin race? <laughs> 
Yes, correct. You're an yeah. idiot. What is wrong with you? Why are you telling me about the cocoa butter call? Yeah. That was great. Yeah, yeah. make a bigoted reference so Brett has fun with it. Worst one yet. Mark, this, Brett, what yeah. is wrong with you that you keep coming up with these terrible ideas that will never, like you're wasting, I say don't waste our time, and then this, a ball pit? Well, yeah, um... Football is fine. It doesn't need a, a pit behind the end zone where people will plummet to their death. Uh, yeah, you'll, you'll see. It's the best. No, I won't see. It's never going to happen. See, and I'll never see it just like your train idea that races dolphins underground all the way from Casa Grande to Phoenix. Although more intriguing than this idea, never going to happen. So long to make. And besides that, the, the dolphins would hate it. It's just a underground river. Yeah, you'd have dead dolphins float next to a train in a year. No, not dolphins. It would be your pet fish, you know. I, I have my serial number inside the belly of the fish, and I can take it home with me. Oh, this is real. You know, like, yeah, this what guy, is this? He, Mark. This is Mark the crazy person. He calls every once in a while. Mark, what do you do for a living? I forgot. Uh, fire alarm inspecting technician for desert fire. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so you wander around yeah. to make sure everybody's fire alarms are still good. Yeah, life safety devices, correct. Yeah, they're very good. They're li- and, and do you tell people when you go into their homes or businesses these stories, or do you keep them to yourself? Uh, well, it, in, in family and people, I kind of talk with the engineers. Yeah, I let them know about You do not too, talk to opinion. engineers about this. No real engineer would, would take two seconds of their time to hear your story How about the it? dolphin train. Okay, so, John, this, this, the next example of Ugh. Is when I'm on a high dive. Uh, <laughs> How often is that? Up above. Well, <laughs> I have to. I'm, I'm, I'm in predicament places. You're in the predicament. Peril, places, sort of my. So you're in your. All right, move on, Mark. You're on the high dive. Finish your crazy story. So the. So as jump. as as I'm coming up, form to jump towards the where the hail mary's coming through. Also, okay, the we're back on the football so, field now. There's a high dive, Mark. So I catch it. I catch it above the a goalpost. If I catch it and then I'm falling down, and I throw it to my receiver who's already falling downwards. So I catch. I have to catch it before it goes um, below no, ground. No. That's me as a high diver. A high diver. I do. I I jump and as I'm. Can the ball go faster than I'm falling at the same? You're you're playing terminal velocity football. This is the stupidest game I've ever heard. Everybody falls to the ground. Upside down, throwing it downwards through a pick. I I just caught it. It's just suicide football. It's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Show us how it's done. Yeah, (laughs) Brett wants a video of you trying this. (laughs) You leap leap off of a three-story building and try to catch a football and then report back to us how it went. (laughs) Mark, you're you're bananas. uh, We're... She works for the Cardinals now, and who does? Got the Diamondbacks, the 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 and who so are you talking about? I, they, they're making uh, my invest. Holy Isn't Christ! Right. I think your fuse Mark, broke. Yeah, Mark, yeah, you've got a, you've got something going on. Uh, are you uh, are you a married fella? Can't be. Where native tribe won't allow me to own their property, or I don't want they don't want, they don't want to own ours. <laughs> you're not. Wait a minute. Wait. I asked if you were married, and you said you're not allowed on tribal property. I don't know what that means. Well, Are you married or not? Native. No, oh, you're, you're, no she's native. Your wife's native. That doesn't answer the question. Are you married? No, she's my wife. Your no, wife. I'm not. You're not married to a non-native. Um, Correct. Yeah. What Have are you, you talking about? Toad this yeah. morning. Hold on. Don't ask him any more Holy questions. I'm, I'm on a string here. What, uh, so you were married to a native? She's 
not married. We're still do, in the same house, sort of. You know, like, but you're not just the same room. Yeah, uh, I just, <laughs> so you're breaking up with an Indian, and she still lives there. No, no, no. She's she's made that. Maybe she'll scalp her. Yeah, we need to talk to her about taking so. care of us. All right, Mark, you've gone nuts. Your ideas are still terrible. It's good you to know that you haven't lost your touch. Okay, okay. Well, I'll see you at the show. I'll tell oh, you. Oh, okay. you enough, right. I'm going to call the police. All right, thank you, Mark. We'll talk to you later. That guy is Holy definitely... <laughs> Christ. We share what? the planet with them. Oh, my God. Yeah, that guy's out there with you right now. He's on the road. He's allowed to drive. He's got a responsible job. Yeah, he's inspecting fire alarms. He's the one that makes sure your oh building God. won't burn down because you'll be properly alarmed beforehand. It's probably from all the crack pipes that he smoked. Oh, my God. By the way, is there any worse feeling in the world than that noise in your house? When you know oh, that all of them yeah. are about which to start one, going, yes, oh, which one was out. this? They all come. And then you just end up with a pile of those things on a counter. Yep. Oh, and mine are all electronic now. Because when you do an addition to your house, the new code is it has to be wired all together. I have and no then idea. they all go off, uh, too. Eventually, because yeah. yeah. the one in the hallway went, hey. And then it goes, carbon monoxide warning. Carbon monoxide warning. <laughs> Change the batteries, hit the button, goes away. And I'm like, I don't know if that was real or not. It's a chicken little. And then over in the other room, ah, they're all true. But the good news is it happened at 2 in the afternoon, which is rare. Normally, that's at like 3.15 a.m. They decide to start yelling at you. Uh, sorry, I had to reset Mark. Uh, the fire alarm inspector. That was the worst presentation yet. That's his worst idea. Yeah. And that's, think about that. His other idea was to have a bullet train underground that raced dolphins to Phoenix from Casa Grande in some sort of tube. I think this one was more concentrated on could you throw the football faster than terminal velocity? I don't know what the hell he Can was Can you throw about. a ball and to As a diving, following, falling man yeah. and have him catch it? I don't know. It, wasn't there like a pit of death behind the end zone I, or something? I don't too? know what he was talking about. And there was a high dive. It's a game I wouldn't watch. Well, that's what I like. I like you guys to call with absolutely nothing to say. Uh, otherwise, we end Jay up with Mark. Yeah, but polite. Yeah, polite Jay Cutler. And otherwise, we have Mark on the line who just, uh, I don't know what that guy. You, one time he had a baseball, an idea for baseball where the, the <laughs> fence kept growing and scooting in and out. Like during the game, it would move in what? and go back and get tall. And, get, and then if you went over the fence to catch a ball, again, death pit. You fell like hundreds of feet, and if, if, the, if you could catch the ball on your way down, it was an out, uh, and the whole team, like you won automatically. If somebody hit it out of the park and you dove into the death pit uh, and caught the ball, the game was over. What the hell's wrong with this guy? Everything's wrong oh with him. Oh, my God. And There's then, always some kind of thing in the middle he didn't think about. He isn't thinking like, about Look, there's nothing in the beginning or end he thought about either. What are you <laughs> talking about? There's a middle piece missing to you that would make this okay? The, no. The underground I'm just train? i what he's presenting. His... his idea oh. of the train was Casa Grande to Phoenix. And I'm like, okay, there's absolutely no call for that route at all. And then he wanted to build a, an aquarium equal length. That you would travel along in this underground train. And watch dolphins race the train. Why? And I'm like, this is a $20 trillion a dollar project. the uh, dolphins at the dolphin area. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> And those wow. dolphins committed suicide the second they heard this was a possibility. I almost did listen yeah. to that call. Me too. And then they just opened up for butterflies and uh, cafes. <laughs> I mean, I was nice. against putting dolphins in the desert in the first place, let alone burying them in a hole that races trains. I don't think that was their design. At least we got to know him a little bit. He's living with a, another lady on the reservation. Who was the Indian or, I don't, I, I, I don't know where that came from. I don't either. I think he's like Jim Morrison with like bad hallucinations. There's an Indian, all right, but he's not writing any cruddy Doors songs, which is also good. I think it might have been Jim Morrison because he makes as much <laughs> sense as Jim's lyrics. He's alive. Yeah, good. Let's write some. This is what would that is, uh, Doors fans. That's what Jim Morrison would sound like if he were talking to you today. 
I stand by my theory on Jim Morrison. Not a soul who likes the Doors would ever have wanted to hang out with Jim Morrison. One of the most insufferable pricks in all of musical history. Poet my ass. Anybody can rhyme light my fire with pyre and tire, you pinhead. It's fourth grade poetry. <laughs> Sober up, hippie. It's out of control now. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. I can say it right now. This man does not have to do this at all. There's there's something wrong. There is something not right with this. Adam Carolla has not only set an alarm to get up to do this in the morning, but is on a morning radio show here locally. Which uh, tells me that you're slumming it for some reason. Maybe I there's a new why. Mangria flavor. Yeah, is that it? Are you selling? No, I miss John. <laughs> that must be it. <laughs> well, that was it. Oh, I'd, have, I'd have popped by and taken you to lunch. Waking up for a morning radio show is no fun for anyone. Unless you're getting paid. I, you know, I did morning radio for like three and a half years and I hated every single <laughs> second. What was the worst part it. for you? Um, Getting up was yeah. was bad, yep. yeah. and then at some point you get fired, and you think, "Good, I don't have to get up." But then you go, "I don't have a job," so then that's worse. So it was all it was all bad. Oh, you know the worst part about morning radio, you guys must experience this, is if you're in a social setting, like you will be over the Christmas break, and you'll be at some in laws or some family or some partners or something and friends, and you'll be talking, and someone will go. What do you do? And then you go, I do morning radio. And then they go, Oh, what time do you have to get up? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time. And then you go, Like 4.45. And they yeah. go, Oh my God, I would kill myself. <laughs> Which it's, it's not good etiquette. No, you know what I mean? It isn't. Because no. let's just say, he said, like, like, I go, what do you do? And she went, oh, I work with special needs kids. Oh, my God, I'd kill myself. <laughs> like, if you took it and applied yeah. it to a postal anything sorting else. center, <laughs> what time anything. Do you get up? Oh, my God, I yeah. would kill myself. It's essentially Thank saying God. your life is a complete failure. How are you still alive? I mean, right. It's, it's painful, but that is the exact conversation I have with everyone. So we've started the thing where we try to say something horrible instead of morning radio to see what kind of questions oh, you get. Oh, like I'm a publicist. Oh, no. <laughs> or, or that. <laughs> well, we, we've, we've changed it a little bit differently. We make baby coffins or something like that just to see what, the, from- what their reaction is. And it's better than saying I do morning radio, which nobody ever says I'd kill myself with baby coffin guy. No. No. And no, I've, I've used construction. coffin. <laughs> <laughs> I make one big one for me, a bunch of tiny ones for the kids. But yeah, you try to say something horrible and nobody has anything. So radios, it's just awful. Like people well, because then they, they then they reverse engineer it. They go, you go to bed. If, you get up at four forty five. So you got to go to bed at noon. <laughs> right. they, yeah. they, don't yeah. know, they can't wrap their mind right. around it. Oh, the streetlights aren't on yet, yeah. and you go to bed. It's, it, Are it, you able to watch? Uh, uh, any of the like evening news shows or con- <laughs> how connected are you to the society? Right, my, my, that and the what's your name on the radio? Yeah, you tell it's Beth. Them. Yeah, and they just look. Yeah, it's John. Oh yeah, okay. Just, I, I would just, I would struggle if someone started saying a name to me that wasn't mine. I would. I don't think I'm smart enough to ever catch on. To a fake name. And people say, John, like John Holmberg, is that your real name? I'm like, no, that's, I'm yeah. Drake Midnight. That's my radio yeah, name. I, I, I changed name it to John Holmberg for Dick Weidman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dick Weidman, but I didn't think that would fly on the radio. So I went with this Jewish Swedish thing that says flying. It's a great one. 
Yeah, oh, yeah and- I'm Du St. Clair. <laughs> That's what my license says. <laughs> I go by John Holmberg, who, uh, yeah. by the way, they did a re- the research on my name. Someone did and sent to me. And it's a name that, like, no one has. He was a comedian in Sweden in the 1800s, a guy named John Holberg. I don't know if I'm related or not. I opened for that guy. Did you? <laughs> You've been around for a long time, Adam. It's funny. This guy invented the rubber chicken, but his little twist was to do it in blackface and blackface the chickens. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So he's the, he's, the, he's the preeminent rubber chicken, blackface rubber chicken entertainer in Swedish history. Definitely related. And wow. somebody sent that to me, so they, they Googled my name, and that guy came up. He invented the rubber chicken. Well, he was using real chickens for a while and realized this wasn't going so well. And then they, they came up with like a prosthetic of some type. And- I did a deep dive on my heritage and uh, Giuseppe Carolla, who's also an right. old world Italian, who invented the whoopee cushion. <laughs> Is that right? Come on. Do it in blackface. <laughs> yeah. Do why we have a bond, Adam. Sit on it. We always have. Now, if you could get in a time machine and go back to whenever, 1985, uh-huh. and tell Adam Carolla in 1985. Mm-hmm. You're going to be an important voice on mm-hmm. uh, in politics and in pop culture and society. Would that guy have believed you? No. Not at all? No. In 1985, I was driving a truck, like a beat-up pickup truck, going from construction site to construction yeah. site, you know, doing labor. Probably worked my way up to sort of half a carpenter by 85. But, but you just, would never have thought beginning. at that time, I got, there's, there's, there's actually a big thing coming for me. No, no. I, as a matter of fact, you know, I do, I do sort of play this game with myself. I did it the other day. Like if, if I, if you said to me, you can make $37,000 a year for the rest of your life, but you need to sign this contract with the devil, right. like in 1985, but you can never make a penny more, <laughs> but you won't make a penny less than $37,000 right. a year. And you'll have some dental, but no medical. <laughs> <laughs> I, and 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 four day four personal days a year, and you get the day after Christmas off, but not the day before Christmas off. <laughs> I would have signed that the paper. deal. I would have signed that deal in yeah. a heartbeat. No kidding, absolutely. Yeah. So you thought this was you were blue collar Adam Carolla that was never built for anything more. I was, you know, I was by the hour. So you know, yeah. I started off cleaning carpets. That was six bucks an hour. Then I got into, you know, construction labor that was seven bucks an hour. And I was so by the hour, I was riding a motorcycle at the time. And my foreman said, if you buy a pickup truck, I'll give you another dollar an hour. (laughs) And I went out and bought a beat up like Mazda, you know, 70s pickup truck, showed up to get my Just for safety's sake. He yeah, wanted, I he didn't would, want you crashing. And you could haul stuff. You could make haul more it, money. Yeah. yeah, he didn't care about my, my Yeah, I was going to say, was it, was it you like, were reckless on the no. bike? No, he just wanted a hauler. No, but I do remember him saying something that I thought was funny, which is I would take my tool bags when I rode my motorcycle and I would fasten them and I'd sling them around my neck like a bandolero <laughs> oh, wow. belt. Yeah. That's the only way I could. How are you going to carry tool bags right. on a on a motorcycle? Right. like? Put it around my neck, and I'd, I'd come pulling up to the job with this thing around my neck. And my foreman looked at me, and he went, what are you doing? And I said, I, that's how I get around. He goes, oh. He goes, that's how I got all those flat tires on the freeway. My drywall screws fell out of my bags, and he was driving behind me. He, he wanted to blame everything right. on me. So, you know, I got eight bucks an hour, and then I was, like, trying to get nine bucks an hour, and it was ten bucks an hour. And then, like, the big breakthrough was doing earthquake rehab for the city of Los Angeles, and that bumped me 
temporarily to like seventeen fifty an hour. Is that where you met Doctor Drew? Uh, at that rehab center? Yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, yeah. I sorry, I'm not sure I understood <laughs> I'm trying it. trying to do the math. Uh, uh, earthquake proofing. I see. Old, okay. Old buildings. Um, but no, everything for me was by the hour. How much How much could I get per hour? Yeah. And know? then that was it. That was where your brain that was lived. my world. And then yeah. somewhere along the line, you met our boss, Trip Reeve, and he made your life different. That's right. <laughs> if you can imagine it, Trip's not here today. No, I, I, I had, a, I had a very prescient uh, conversation with Trip Reeve. I think when he was trying to hire me for uh, coming on to uh, to do Loveline yeah. a million years ago at K Rock Radio, I had little flashes of of wisdom, even as a younger person. Yeah. But but by now I'd done construction. By the time I met Trip, I'd done construction for. 12, 11 or 12 years, right. you know, and I was just breaking into radio and he, we sat in the office. He wanted me to take over on Loveline and he said, I'm prepared to make you the highest paid part-time employee at this station. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, so that would be van drivers and maintenance right. guys, right? Yeah. right. But you're going to be the king of that. And the guy yeah, refills the vending machine. <laughs> right. And. And I remember I was philosophical about it. I just said, uh, Trip, if that is your real name. <laughs> I said, uh, I didn't get into this to make money. Like, I'm just thrilled to be sitting and talking and not, you know, up on the roof or right. crawling in the crawl space. I said, I didn't get into this to make money. And, and if you had no money, I, I would do it for free. I'm not here for the money. But I also didn't get into it to make you money. I want whatever my money right. is from whatever this is. Right. So not a penny more, but whatever that is, and I'm guessing it's more than the highest paid part-time employee. <laughs> <laughs> and he responded uh, in – 11 bucks an hour. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. I, I had to buy a van. <laughs> and I had to do sticker stops. Yeah. And yeah. haul all your stuff it. around your neck. And we're doing yeah. sticker stops. Yeah, of course you're doing sticker <laughs> stuff. If you carry in your pockets, you're not right. going to put that in the van and sully that. He might need it to move. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, trip's great, but his stories are legendary for the people he's run into and all the stuff that he's gone through. And I've talked to you about that before, which I find hysterical because it is very trip read that that's the compliment you get, and you realize about halfway through the sentence, like I'm not. I, I think I just got called the smartest dumb guy. I think that's yeah. basically <laughs> what I was just told, and he's good at it. Trip, trip. I would like twelve dollars an hour. <laughs> no, no, and thank you. Trip, <laughs> trip had another diabolical move, which is. The accounting department was handed out all the checks, you know. Uh, when I started at, at K Rock, I started as like I got paid per bit. I got paid fifty bucks a bit in the morning show, so I was doing bits. Right. And I would come in on Fridays to get my check, and the accounting office was right next to Trip. Trip at the corner office, the accounting office, and the the count the head accountant always had the checks locked in her drawer uh-huh. so she she had a desk drawer with a lock on it and i'd, I'd come in on friday I'd go where are the checks because i was living you needed paycheck it. to paycheck yeah. I, I did you know four bits they owed me 200 bucks right. you know and four the week before whatever it is so they you know i got a 400 hundred dollar check and I'd, I'd say where's cynthia the accountant and they'd go she's at the track <laughs> she would go to the track the horse track this is the accountant on on Fridays. And then I'd go, well, I need my check. And they go, oh, yeah, it's in her drawer. Cynthia locks her drawer. And then she goes to the track. 
And then I would go to trip <laughs> this office. I'd go, hey, I got to get paid. And she'd go, Cynthia sits a track. <laughs> that go, was reasonable. I'd, I'd go, but we should be able to get the checks, right? Yeah, but her, her drawer's locked. <laughs> I'd go, she takes the key. And I'd Dude, go, I'm right, screwed. That was track. it. You just say to go home. And everybody just accepted that Cynthia wasn't there to pay anyone. She's, she's gambling. I, so we have to do with your landlord. Yeah. Hey, hey she's, at the track. Post. Track. Yeah. she's at the track. I'll I get would, it tomorrow. I made some beef about it on the air, and then it got back to Cynthia, and then she got mad. And <laughs> she was, you took her track day. She was you of did. a certain Asian descent, and it was a different time, and I made some I remark know. about going down the Ho Chi Minh Trail to yeah. get a check, and... And they came, came running over and started screaming at me, and Cynthia was pissed, and everyone got yeah. angry. Well, thank so. you for being so delicate and not giving away yeah. that uh, bit of bigotry. <laughs> when no one can figure it out was your my, puzzle. My character did it. Yeah, of it. course. Was it the PE coach? Uh, yeah, yeah, a wood shop coach. Oh, okay. Was, that's a, a wood shop teacher who was essentially a PE coach. Yeah, same thing. Or a wood shop teacher. Uh, yeah. Adam's at the Tempe Improv if you want to go tonight and uh, tomorrow. Two shows. Uh, you got your stand-up show at 9.45 and your podcast. Are you doing podcasts on each one or just a – Yeah, two live podcasts, Fantastic. Friday, Saturday, 7 o'clock, and then the 9.45 be a stand-up And I, I have been a guest on that before this time, obviously not invited. I apologize for why ever I – Yeah, it's well. uncomfortable, but <laughs> – It is awkward. <laughs> I found a funnier – Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. You got a better guy. Yeah. And, then, and the worst part is, is like, uh, I want to come down there and uh, rub it in his face. And that's basically <laughs> what I feel like that happens. John, I, I will say this. I, I have done this all over – over the country i've been to many many different venues and we have asked the local guy come on out uh you never know what you're gonna get oh. yeah but john is good oh, john's good on his feet he's Thanks. good in front of a crowd you don't he's know good on his knees <laughs> that is true that is, i was waiting for that one <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna get with radio guys some oh. guys hit the stage, you know, like a marlin in open water. But most guys <laughs> do not, do yeah. not. But John, what, right out, right out there yeah, and just thank you. brought, brought the heat, man. It was fun. Well, it's, it's a blast. And like you said, you, you gave me something. I, I carry something because of what you said once when we were mm. talking off stage or backstage, uh, about some, something, somebody was apologizing for something that somebody always is. And you said something uh, that I carry with me because I think it's just brilliant is uh, I'll never apologize to a mob. A mob is always wrong. Yeah. And that, for whatever reason, was like that's – without knowing it, that's exactly what I've thought the entire time. But I just never had a way to put that. And it's, and it's so true to how you've been, which is why you're kind of Teflon to all the BS that goes on where people are canceled in this net. If you don't apologize to the – Gilbert Godfrey was here that one time after the Aflac thing. Mm-hmm. And actually said, my biggest mistake was how and why I apologized. I didn't mean it. I was saving money. And right. I apologized to a mob of people that tried to just tell me how to think. And I, didn't, I hadn't done anything wrong. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this. And, you know, the playbook, the apology playbook that the publicist handed out is, is 25 years old. And we need to update sure. it. Oh, yeah. Because – it was always, look, you did something or you upset somebody or whatever, then you get out in front of it and then you apologize and then it goes away and then you keep your job. Right. Well, that ended about 10 years ago, <laughs> yeah. but nobody updated the playbook. Yeah. So then what happened was is people get into trouble and someone goes, well, just, you know, you're the host of The Bachelor, you're whoever it is. Like, just, just go apologize and then you – 
you apologize and then you lose your job and yeah. then all whatever would have happened to you happened to you away. anyway. Yeah. And then, but here's the most important part. You get on a list of people who apologize. Yeah. And then they will forever be coming to you for apologies. If you <laughs> remove yourself from the list and get on another list, which is the list of people that tell you to kiss my ass, then they don't come back they to you. They don't bother you. Yeah. They don't. I say horrible things all day, every day, <laughs> sometimes outside my own house. And nobody ever asked me to apologize right. because it's not. They're not getting You're it. not going to get it out of this guy. It, right. we, we had a situation here in town where the bishop in, in the city hit a guy with his car and killed him mm. and drove home because he'd been drinking. And his first call the next day was to a windshield repair shop. Hadn't told anybody they had a dead Native American uh, mm. in his garage. Right. And uh, said, well, what are you going to do? And so we started to call, uh, you know like window repair yeah. all morning long on his behalf and trying to get him a good deal because that was evidently the most important thing in his get life. Get 12 dinners out well, on a new windshield. The Catholic diocese went bananas saying that we were wrong. It was in the headline of the paper that we were harassing him. And I'm like, hold on. He, he killed someone and drove away from it. And I sat in a room with my boss who at the time was like, you can't mess with these people, apologize. And a guy who wanted me to do a public apology. And in my head, I thought, I'm not doing that. I'll apologize to... Anyone I feel like I've offended, but you're trying to ridicule me. You're trying to embarrass me, and that's going to live with me forever if I do it. And they never bothered me again. Yeah, you like the know, second I didn't do what they asked, it was over. You know where the like sort of clearest example of this is is um, oh oh god, I'm trying to I'm blanking out because I got four hours sleep last <laughs> yeah, night. This is why you don't do more. Uh, <laughs> Scientology. Oh, okay. So Scientology. So when I was doing Loveline. Um, back in like 1998, we called me and Dr. Drew. I don't know which one said it, but we called Scientology a cult, right? right? Scientology had a grip on everybody with a microphone back then. Like if you crossed Scientology, it, people would be like, you're, you're done. You're, they're going to hurt you. Right. Don't do like, it. It yeah. wasn't even. It wasn't even like you'll lose your job. It's like you're yeah. going to lose your a leg. Yeah. Like you don't mess <laughs> yeah. with Scientology. And there was this big kind of wizard behind the curtain thing with Scientology. So they actually prepared a written statement for us to read on the air, not to apologize to them, but a script where I'd be like, hey, John, remember we were talking about Scientology the other day? And you're like, yeah, I know. I remember that conversation. Well, you called it a cult. And you know what? I did some research and I found out it what? is not a cult. Then you'd go, yeah, I feel bad. I said that. As a matter of fact, like they sent us a script to read how wow. bold. Yeah. You want yeah. to know how bold you are? Yeah. You send over a script and just go, just read this the next day. Yeah. They didn't have to say it or else. I then started to read it and then started screaming at them and made fun of them and whatever. But people were like, they are, they'll follow yeah. you. Yeah, like yeah. They you're will, in trouble. They will F you up. Well, what happened was is they'd convinced everyone they were going to destroy their life. But then 10 years later, 15 years, you know, Leah Remedy yeah. starts and, and everyone comes <laughs> out. And starting, to there's come nothing, up, yeah. But there's nothing there. Right. They didn't do anything. Not a thing. They didn't do anything to me in 1998 when they were like <laughs> at the height of their powers. But they freaked everyone out. Yeah. And they had you thinking that you you know you're going to protect your own. So they were they did it to me a couple of times. We made fun of Scientology, and they sent me letters immediately saying, "Come down and take the test if you if you are so open minded to." It. I'm like, I'm not open minded to it. I think you guys are crazy. And they harassed me with letters and stuff that were basically saying, "You don't understand. We're going to straighten this out and everything." And I was like, "This did get weird." Bring on the paddles. Not only that, they sent mm -hmm. it to my house. 
Right. That was their real kind of nuanced move that were mailing things to my address. It wasn't a, it, the, the letter didn't matter. It was we know where you live. Right. And yeah. then that would scare a person. Who's they got, messed with him more than me because they're like, we can't touch him. He's got yeah. a stronger. He's already <laughs> yeah, Brady in was, his yeah, deal. Yeah. And, he's got a, he's got a, a death you know, grip is what they were worried about. Yeah, they, they went with a kid who looks like he's got cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were attacking me, of course. But no, I mean, that was a moment where you're like, okay, do I protect the family? Are they going to buy? And so it does register in your head, like, just get him off my back. Yeah, but just apologizing anymore does Doesn't not. Work. It's an admission of guilt now. Well, no, that, one, no one's ever happy with it. First, I mean, no, like there's there's no, no win. win. Well, yeah. then they go, you only apologize because we threatened it. And it's like, yeah. yeah, well, true. But <laughs> it's also. <laughs> Good point. It, <clears throat> it's essentially like putting a saucer of milk out in your backyard because you go, oh, there's a feral cat and yeah. he looks hungry. So I'll just, I'll just put the saucer of milk out there. And then the next day there's two cats out yeah. there and then you're putting more. It's like. There's just more. You, it's never you just ending. establish yourself as someone who doesn't apologize. Exactly. And and I and I mean it has to be a, a, a lifestyle. Like if if I'm on a municipal bus and I step on a woman's foot, yeah, I don't apologize. <laughs> That's goddamn right. You're goddamn right. God damn right. Talk to Scientology. Get bitch. your foot out of my way. Write your letter. Because it's a slippery slope. I apologize to you. Next thing you know, I'm on in. air. Right. Exactly. Now you got people, I've heard him apologize before, so now you're capable. No, right. never, ever. Yeah. Especially with wives and kids. Forget no. it. It's over. Yeah. Never. They'll do like women have done. They never apologize. They say, no. I'm sorry you feel this way. Yeah. 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 They don't, well, they, they don't, they can apologize, but yeah, they never admit they're wrong. No. They, they, they do not have a reverse gear. They yeah. don't admit they're wrong. And the reason they don't do that is because... Then they would have to correct whatever behavior right. you were talking about <laughs> right. that they're, they're taking to the grave. So that's never <laughs> that's never going to happen. Yeah, going to be there forever. So you have insane yeah. you have insane conversations with women, and I have too, where I'm like, I'm not trying to be right. I'm trying to prevent this from right. happening again. And if you're saying you weren't involved with whatever just happened, yeah. then it's never going to get corrected. I'm, I'm talking to a wall. It doesn't matter. Maybe they have the right idea. Maybe that's the solution in the future that the you know Chris Harrison from The Bachelor should have just said, I'm sorry black people are so mad. Yeah. <laughs> just turning around on them like, wait a minute, that's not an apology. Well, I think it's um, – I think there is a kind of new world order which is like – which is it interests me a lot because I thought the computer was going to fix a lot of things. Like you, you go, you know, hey Joe Biden, shouldn't you go down to the border? He's like, I've been to the border. <laughs> you have, <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Well, what about Kamala Harris? The borders are, yeah, she's been there. You've been there, <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't been there, but we've been there. You have. Wait a minute. Like there's this new world yeah. order where I, it used to be. So I used to think of life this way. It's like. Three people in an elevator, one guy farts. <laughs> like uh, three people in an elevator and I fart. I could pass it off on the third guy. Yeah. And and if there's five guys in the elevator, I'm I'm scot-free. Right. right? Like I'm just looking <laughs> yeah. at you. I got my poker face on. Right. But now we're living in a new world order, and this is what it's like arguing with women, where there's two people in the elevator and the person farts and is blaming me. And I'm going, you know, I, I, I would know, know this, this yes. right? I would know this because I'm here. And they go, absolutely not. We've been to the border. <laughs> been to the border. You've never been to the border. Yes, I have. Uh, well, then, where are we now? 
But and it's staying the doors open and it's a new world. It's You're, kind of the politic yeah. in way. It's it's kind of the new thing now. We've no it's, trick people to say with a straight face. Yeah. It's not double talk. It's Jedi speak. Have you I have never spoken to my son about his business ever. And I'm like <laughs> If your son had a soft swirl ice cream stand in Pasadena, right. it would come up. Right. Yeah. You would discuss right. business. Yeah. If it was a pool cleaning business. You would at, at Thanksgiving, you would go, How's what are you the, doing? How are the accounts yeah. going? Are you thinking about buying a second truck? Yeah. Like it would come up. Yeah. Especially if you see his new house and you're never, like, wow, things are going well. Not I've once. Never spoken to him about his business yeah. ever. Joe wouldn't do that because he knows deep down he can't. But can. this is uh, two guys in the elevator and one guy farted. Like, yeah. like the, the the normal answer would be like, yeah, he's my son. We've talked business before, yeah. just like anyone talks with their, their yeah. son. I didn't do anything wrong. I just asked him how it's going. You know, like, but nope, yeah. never. Do you find being the voice of logic uh, exhausting? Yeah. It is, isn't it? I, it, 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 <laughs> it you're is, talking to yeah. a wall. It yeah. is brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. Brutal, and you like to hear it because people email and go. Finally, you, you you know you're using logic, John. This makes sense to me. Like finally, someone can say something logical, and then you get the people who are like, "You're just a corporate shill for the the media's control." Whatever, you have to and be on I've, one side or the other. I've never been on one of those meetings where it's like, "Here's what we're doing as media." It's never I, happened. But it, being a voice of logic is exhausting because it feels good when people tell you that, but nobody actually is using it. I was talking to a friend of my uh, wife's. Woman, friend, you know, she was a nice lady and stuff like that. Like several years ago, when uh, Matt Damon basically said, "Like, uh, let's not lump everyone in with Weinstein," you know, right. let's not lump Al Franken in with Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Right. They, they're not the same. And I was like, "Yeah, totally, one hundred percent." And she's like, "What is Matt Damon talking about? Just shut <laughs> up!" Like she kept yelling, "Just shut up!" About Matt Damon, and right. I was like. No, he's 100% right. Yeah. He's 100% right. Oh, my God. Just shut up, Matt Damon. You don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, what is going on? Something oh, yeah. is going on. The, yeah. People are losing it. The ability yeah. to think, it, it's its insane. The subtle nuance is missing. No one knows. It, it's either this way or this way. And I, I've always said, I think, we, we built computers to be like our brains, but we didn't really think of our brains using them. And they can overload. And I think there's just too much information, too much to process, so we pick the easiest routes. And no one knows how to be logical. No one knows how to say, Matt Damon's right. There's nuance to what Harvey did and what someone else did. Uh, but when you lump them in a hashtag, it's over. I got a mob well, mentality. Because it makes people think and people hate But them. I'll tell you, I think it's more than just like a mentality or like a mob thing. I think what's going on is there's something behind it. And what's behind it is we're not out working with our hands we're not out in the fields we're not raising barns we're not fixing <laughs> we're wagons soft. or anything yeah. Yeah. it's not it's not about soft although we are soft oh yeah what's going on is when you go out and you build all day it, it could be a bridge you could be fixing a transmission in a car you could be raising a barn it doesn't matter it, it's like it's all logic it's 100% gravity, engineering, and logic. Like when you're setting up scaffolding outside a house, you got to go up There's to the second to floor and you got to yeah. cut stucco and stuff. You don't have feelings about, <laughs> you know, this is the way, in my heart, this is yeah, how yeah. I know scaffolding in my heart. You know what I mean? Because 
You're coming down on your head. Yeah. You have no – there's no like you have your feelings about scaffolding. I have my feelings about scaffolding and yeah. I follow my feelings. There's none of that. It's just, it's just gravity and engineering. Gravity right. and engineering. And when you think that way, all the guys I know who are blue collar know how to think because everything's yeah. very linear to them. So Har- Harvey Weinstein and Al Franken are two different things to, to them. And they know how to, to – then we all moved indoors. We all got air conditioning. We all sat at a computer. We all sat in a cubicle. And we lost our kind of reasoning mind. Yeah. Not not the one that does numbers and spelling and all that stuff, but our put stuff together, <laughs> like out in the woods, make a shelter, like real nuts and bolts kind of thinking. That's that's gone. gone is yeah. If people move off the construction site and into the office yeah. building – We've lost our ability to think. And dads don't hit you anymore when you're not being logical. Yes. That's a that's bigger right. fact. Like my dad used to look at me and know when I wasn't being logical and I was being emotional and I got in trouble for Knock that. it off. He's like, that's where you find, like, be smarter than that. Did he use a slipper, a belt, a paddle? Uh, hand. Hand. He liked hand. Nope. nope. <laughs> no, no, he didn't belt. like it. It wasn't like carrot top of abuse. I was he, thinking he was of this. Straight hand. Here's a little uh, mind, mind game. Uh, a lot of people got. <laughs> Beat by a belt, right? Right. Yeah. And then you'd get like 10 lashes with the belt. Yeah. Whatever you I get. would argue that I would get a reversible belt <laughs> because then you'd only need five <laughs> lashes because it would technically count. As, as two each. Well, yeah. if there was a suede side, like a brown side, yeah, right. a black side. Best belts. <laughs> I could make that argument if I had a logical father. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I really, That's a pretty smart argument. Really just talk yeah. this through. Yeah. But guys hitting you with belts, don't like that phrase there. Let's talk this out. It's you pretty much ending You just added a couple book. more. Yeah. I think I'd have got 10 more if yeah, I yeah, suggested exactly. that. Yeah that's, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Adam, it's always good to have you here. You're Well, it's the first time you've ever been here. It's good to have you in town. Yeah. Who are your guests this weekend? Uh, Dickie Barrett from the Boston's, lead singer from the oh, Boston's. Cool. is a great dude who lives out here as well, is uh, coming up for the Saturday show, Saturday I think night. so. And then uh, James T. Harris who wears a poncho, is <laughs> well, coming out have that guy. <laughs> uh, on Friday's show. Is that who he's most known for? To me. Man who wears poncho as a guest? To me, that's how he's known. Wow. You've guy. interviewed William Shatner and this poncho. guy now. <laughs> That's pretty solid. Yes. <laughs> Who's your favorite interview you've done? Over mm. here? You've had a lot of great guests. Man, I mean, I was just, we were replaying some Kirstie Alley stuff oh, yeah. from a couple of years ago, and I was like, God, she, man, was funny. she, was, she was a smart cookie. Yeah. Shatner's awesome. I, I just interviewed uh, Leno. Just did a long form. After the fire? During the fire. <laughs> right. During, yeah, right. Your car, guys. You were yeah, probably was, there. You were the there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's, man, is uh, that Hot a... Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right after. I mean, just okay. before. Immediately after. Well, you know, uh, about two weeks. Uh, I did oh, really? about a week ago or, or and so. And he's just full of puns about it's it. It's amazing. Like, he, went, he went to the hospital and wrote. Yes. Oh, he he showed me pictures from his phone. Though. Yeah, he was a bloody, he was a, he gory got mess, torched, gory mess. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a crime scene. Uh, he was great. As Shan- I mean, a lot of really good, even like Sean Penn and guys yeah, like that. Some great Just stuff. Talk some really interesting people. Isn't it amazing, like this life you thought would be seventeen dollars an hour, thirty-seven grand a year, and here you are talking to Sean Penn about like things that matter. 
Right, but it's weird, isn't well, it? What am I doing this morning? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> that was what I was leading to. I don't yeah, know what you're, you're back to eleven day. bucks yeah. an hour. <laughs> I, I assumed you're doing that Springsteen thing where you're just trying to let the people know you're one of them. But yeah, you're not. that's right. <laughs> you're really not kind of playing. You're, 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 we're with us, but are you? Yeah, you wouldn't have got him. I don't know why you got up, but I'm glad you make did. Make a so. wish. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank Thanks. you. Yeah. Yeah. Have, a, have a great holiday, and uh, it's awesome to see you again. Adam Carolla at the Tempe Improv tonight and tomorrow. Uh, happy holidays, man. Thank you. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Ho, ho, Holmberg. Holmberg's morning sickness. It's the best of Holmberg's morning sickness on the big red radio. 98 KUPD. A couple of music nuggets. Eric Clapton, pretty successful musician. He's not dead, is he? He's alive. Oh, that's cool. And he's absolutely loaded. Yeah, well, we knew that. Someone uh, caught him the other day. Evidently, he likes doing his own laundry. At the laundromat? Yeah. I saw a picture of this yesterday. Coin-operated. Yeah, he was at the laundromat in California just doing his laundry. He's a regular dude. No, yeah. he's not. He's Eric Clapton. He's slow not a regular dude. Old slow hand, everybody slow knows hand, that. Slow hand can't, can't do the coin-operated <laughs> machinery. The uh, guy took the picture and uh, went up and asked Eric what's going on. Ginger Baker says, should be I doing do his. I laundry. Times are tight. <laughs> <laughs> Times are tight, mate. Maybe Clapton is God. Yeah, I don't... Uh, He's down there with the little people. That doesn't make him God. That makes him dumb God. He's throwing 75 cents in a washing machine. He was God. His clothes would never be dirty. Just touch him. Bing! God clean. Clapton should get one of those guys from Cream to do his laundry. And William Shatner is recording an album of rock and metal covers. Awesome. He's recording them with uh, oh. Queen guitarist Brian May. That is great. Way! Ah! Zach Wilde. A champion's. What songs? What songs? Uh, Peter Frampton. Got a little Scott Emotion. Son of man. Ian Pace. He's the drummer from Deep Purple. Steve Howe from Yes. Can you do the Fandango? Now, you said metal covers, but you got a bunch of like classic rock guys. Yeah. Are, you, are you saying like Slayer metal? or? Well, they're just saying, you know. Yeah. These are just uh, mentioning a couple of the stars with them. But they said an album of rock and metal covers. Mama. Oh, okay. I just... Killed a man. Put a gun against his head. Pull the trigger. He's dead. Dead. Do some Corey Taylor, Will. All right. Forgot. Forgot Look, I was uh, looking at. Um, looking at you through the glass. Don't know how much. <laughs> Time is bad. Push my fingers into my. I push my fingers. <laughs> Into my eyes. <laughs> That's a hit. Yeah. Keep oh, that one. People equals. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do that one. <laughs> Go for it, pansy. <laughs> Mambi, Bambi. Gold. That's a good one. He's in the squares. <laughs> he didn't even know it. No, there he is. He just was here. Thank God. Put him in the squares right now. I will buy that William Shatner album. Smoke. All aboard. <laughs> Crazy train. Ha 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 ha. He needs to get into like real heavy death metal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just ate your mother's. <laughs> cannibal corpse. Yeah. Mama, I'm coming. 
Home. Bad pause. That's a bad pause. Well, That's the chat. Fix that in editing. Mama. I'm coming. Home. <laughs> Shatner doing rock songs is pretty solid. When he did the Elton John thing a long time ago. I am Iron Man. <laughs> Think he'd do Grinder by Judas Priest? Uh, no. Too gay. I just got an email from a girl named Karen who, who speaks logically, and that's rare for a lady to do. And she said, the Nicholas Sparks thing, she said, I've seen them all. And she goes, and I've always stood by what you said with that, John. I'm surprised you didn't bring it up. It's true. Nicholas Sparks is the baddest man on the planet. I, I've, I've, I've looked at him this way for years, and I, I just kind of slipped my mind. Because all these movies he writes about girls, like The Notebook and Fault in Our Stars and all that, are all just horrible, horrible, horrible views of how women behave. And women eat it up like it's a romantic story. But basically every story he has is the same, which is a woman is very close to marrying a guy she's in love with. And then some mysterious stranger comes to town or some guy from her past comes back. She cheats on the guy she's about to marry with the new guy. And then can't decide who she loves more and usually leaves for the new guy. And leaves this other guy in the dust, which is an, a, which is basically Nicholas Sparks saying how much he hates women. And he's fooled women into going all these movies thinking that it's a romantic story. He's a hero to men. These movies he writes are just basically shots at how horrible chicks are. And we don't even see it that way. We're too stupid uh, to say, oh, it's just a chick movie. No, it's actually a really good guy movie. It's a warning to all men, never get too close. She's always looking in somebody else's yard for greener grass. Nicholas Sparks. Genius. Oh. Genius. Watch any of his movies. They're all about the chick looking for someone else. All the while dragging some guy down the road, buying the ring, getting the house, doing the life. Fooling him into thinking everything's normal, but she's got her eyes on someone else the entire time. All Nicholas Sparks movies are, are shots at broads, and the chicks don't see it. So you like all these, like, fan theories on things? What do you mean? Well, I was just reading some, actually. Kevin from Home Alone becomes a twisted villain in the Saw movies. He's actually Jigsaw. That's a theory. That is. Is that's that a true? fan theory, well, that's, yeah. That's beyond my comprehension <laughs> of fan theory. I prefer the Nicholas Sparks fairly obvious fan theory of he hates chicks. He hates women. And he takes their money. He's, he's basically hypnotizing them into thinking these are romantic movies, but, but they're not. They're just villainizing women, which is vilifying, which is great. Kevin from Home Alone is Jigsaw? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's a fan theory that's going around on the internet. He grows up to be Jigsaw. Hmm. Well, yeah, because his childhood was a mess. Right. That makes right. sense. Very yeah. scarred. I could see that. And Aladdin was actually... a. A post-apocalyptic world. Why else would a genie that was stuck in a lamp for 10,000 years be able to do impressions of Groucho Marx, Jack Great Nicholson, long-dead celebrities? Imagine if Jigsaw comes back around and... Why did, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Why do you have to be post-apocalyptic? Because they would have been... He was in the lamp for 10,000 years. Well, I understand Remember that said part, that? but I'm just saying... Like, so what, it would have to be a post-apocalyptic world. But wouldn't world he then still, because he's a genie... This is just a theory. Popping out, pop out every hold now on a second. Then. Wouldn't he then still be given the powers to identify with the people he was talking to so he didn't seem too scary? Who delivers that to into Does he have a TV in there? I don't know. <laughs> he just kind of absorbs it. And he's been in that bottle, but he's probably... Didn't he come well, out he every now and then? He says in the movie then? he's been in there for 10,000 years. 
So the last time he was out was 10,000 yeah. years ago. Okay. All right. So he's been clogged up, but maybe he's got like a, maybe gets a paper. <laughs> paper delivery? Maybe gets a delivery. I don't know. That's an interesting point. So it would have to be post-apocalyptic. But then why would the other people understand his impressions? I, I don't know. And yeah. they didn't really um, advance too much in the uh, 10,000 years on the uh, the way they were living, necessarily. They flying rugs. They did have a flying rug. Yeah, yeah, it was a little different than, you know. Certainly was uh, fairly advanced as far as, you know, ground cover. <laughs> that stuff could move you. Here's my favorite one. Uh, right. Fight Club and Ferris Bueller um, are kind of the same movies. Because basically it's saying Ferris doesn't exist. Instead, he's a manifestation of Cameron. To Cameron imagine the Ferris more because, introverted Cameron, right, Cameron just like Tyler Durden, right? Because he was he was always trapped by his father's. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it does. So he imagined a more interesting character, right? That always got Cameron him in trouble. Was actually, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. So it was actually really a, a deep psychological thriller, Ferris Bueller, about the struggles of multiple personality disorder inside Cameron. Sorry, Mr. Rooney, but you're an ass. He did voices. He was all screwed yeah, up. He yeah, he did no, voices. He's like sense. a young John Holmberg. I like it. <laughs> Ironically, an old John Holmberg when it came out. I've passed him since. <laughs> huh. You don't talk about this crap on your show. Do you? <laughs> you and McNabb don't ever bring up fan theory. It makes you think, though, doesn't it? Sure. I kind of want to watch it. Again. It sounds like a terrible situation. <laughs> yeah. I just hope it all works out for the best. <laughs> for young Kevin Jigsaw. Uh, McFeely's coming up next. You guys Real have your quick, subs- this guy oh, wants you your opinion on that. All right. Uh, my favorite fan theory is that Fight Club is Calvin and Hobbes grown up. <laughs> <laughs> Did Calvin imagine Hobbes? Hmm. Yeah, I think, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I think right? so, yeah. That was part of it. Because it was a stuffed animal. And is that why he's always pissing on things? <laughs> That's a good point. I don't because know why. He's really don't know Tyler Durden. Another good fan theory: Scooby Doo is uh, they're all draft dodgers during the Vietnam War. Oh, that's not that's true. Because it was a big year for <laughs> protesters. Fred's a draft dodger on yeah. the run. Daphne's his fiance. Shaggy's the hippie. The only argument Velma's to that, the activist. Anybody on the run would not drive that van. If you're trying to, yeah, if when you're draft, to lay low, yeah, when you're a draft dodger, though, I mean, with know. a label on the side, yeah, and you're five draft dodgers, and you're actually on the run, you're not going to have the mystery. mystery. You're the only. Well, person they kept driving. moving. Yeah, but you had a car that was like totally visible. You, you would you would drive an inconspicuous vehicle, and you'd stay out of mystery. What are you solving mysteries for? If you were draft dodging, you didn't want to go to the war because of danger. And, and all he you had do, a business that if he went to war, it would affect his family. He had to stay in business. Who? Fred? Yeah, Fred. Now, Shaggy's clearly a draft dodger. All he wanted to do was smoke weed and talk to dogs. <laughs> I don't think we wanted him in the military. He'd have been an acceptable an ex- uh, acceptable casualty, I think. Anyway, I'm going to start reading that website now because I like that a lot. Full uh, Metal Shaggy. Zoinks! <laughs> like, let's get out of here, Scoob. There's gooks. Bruh! They're going to eat me. <laughs> to like, local. run, Scoob. They're hungry. I don't want to be a Scrooby snack. Scrooby wants sucky sucky. <laughs> I'm going to eat your dog. <laughs> like I was getting my <laughs> sucked by some gook. <laughs> I want to watch that now. <laughs> I'm going home. Scrooby, don't do that. It's the last of Holmberg's morning sickness. Okay, now we can really get this thing underway. They're on vacation. Why aren't you... 98 KUPD. 
Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. I suppose we could just do it now, eh? It's time now, everybody, for your delightful Guadalupe Squares. Look who's here. It's hey. Mo, everyone, and Mo is a wonderful person. Welcome, Mo. It's hey. good to have you. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm great, man. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Okay. You got time off for the holidays? Uh, Yeah, like the last two weeks. According to this paper, all of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't say that. Today's the day people are getting let go. So I'm It like, is? I've already seen someone walk Who, out. Who, here? Yeah. Who got canned? Downstairs. Really? Not in the sales department, surprisingly. Who oh. caught the boot? Uh, Don't say names. Just give me a hint. Uh, Front desk. Oh! That's a pretty good Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ask We didn't like do that. it. I didn't know either. Well, well so long lady. We'll, we'll get I the email later. It. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize it until I Mo, got into the building. What like, if they haven't done it yet? And you just... <laughs> now, way to go. What a dick. Wow. It's okay. I'm pretty sure I'm next. That's so why sorry. the law tigers were yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, man. We got lost. Well, that's, that's sad. People shouldn't lose their job. No, not at all. Especially during the holidays. It's the hardest time. Well, ever, really. Well, but what if you're really bad at it, though? Yeah, that, I don't wow, know. What are I don't you know. Saying? Yeah. I'm not- Man, oh man, you're really wow, making, you're, wow. you're casting aspersions. Mo. I am doing no such thing. I'm man. just asking a rhetorical Jeez, question. I don't know how you're supposed to announce that kind of stuff on the air, but my God, Mo. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Me just too. Breaking news. Right left and right. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't what are you know doing, that. you sea sucker? I had no idea. Oh, no, Brady, don't <laughs> start with her. Hey, we save it for the squares, okay? Yeah, save it, save it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your Guadalupe Squares. Here's your host, Miss Mo Bergeron. Thank you, Chancellor. In the top left square, proud of his tree, doesn't know that he's here. It's Joe Biden. Trading lesbians left and right. Got scissor dance left. Happy Easter. Get that prisoner swapped down at Marine. I'm not a prisoner. I'm here hosting. Oh. You, that, you, have a you are foreign, though. <laughs> kind of? <laughs> not really. I we look owe, like I could be foreign. We owe Russia a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, we do. We took one away. No, but you traded for an arms dealer. I the mean, Merchant of Dykes. Yeah, no, that's oh. not it. Not it. You get the Merchant of Dunks for the Merchant of Dykes. <laughs> no. Fair trade. Fair trade. I think lesbian for lesbian trade, that's in the Bible. I feel like that's not in the Bible, but... The Bible is biblical. I knew Jesus. (laughs) That's true. You did. Hey, Brady! Yo, Joey! Brady, Brady, Brady. What? Are you sure that's Brady? That looks like Kamala. I mean... Kamala! Whoa, Mo! Man. Jeez. Why are you kidding? I'm not looking like Kamala. Brady's just been golfing. He's got a little tan. (laughs) Oh, God dang it. I was in your fair town this week. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yes, you And were. by the way, Mo, you're welcome. I didn't even go visit the border and say hi to your people. <laughs> oh, well, that makes me sad. You could have just said what up, you know? Why? I'll just wait till they get here. They're uh, all on their way. That is true. I got some family coming That's in. That's Tuna Town. <laughs> <laughs> Still enjoying that? It's it's enjoyable this time of year. I feel like you went one of This time of year? Very yeah. Nice and moist. Very tough. Oh, oh, dear God. Oh. It's been marinating all year. Peppermint. Sorry, Charlie. Sorry, sir. <laughs> we get her some ball powder. Dry that up. Just well, ask Brittany. She knows all about it. I bet she does. <laughs> oh, she'll be in a second. Anyway, welcome out, Brittany. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. All right, in the top middle square. He's here for the holidays. Hey, man. Satanist. Yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. Happy birthday, Sammy, Sammy. Davis Jr. Satanist extraordinaire. Here's my new Christmas album. <laughs> I love it. One, two, three, four. Hey, devil. I'm at the door, man. Yeah. It's my Christmas album for the Devil Man. You know how it is. I believe in the big red guy, but not Santa Claus. 
I believe in the real tough one. You know what I'm saying? Satan himself. Here we go. I live my life like there's no tomorrow, man. All I've got, I had a still. I don't need men to beg or burrow. Yet I'm living at a pace that kills, man. Running with my best friend. Awesome. <laughs> the devil man. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. I'm a Satanist man. The devil man can. The devil man can. <laughs> I want that. Who can lose a baby faster than Toledo's death? Oh, come on. Wow. Lay down in bed. It's the best you've ever had. The devil man can. <laughs> Seeing Helmo. <laughs> See you there. All right. In the Helmo's I'll go down Southbridge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Kind of. Yeah. All right. In the top right square, we've got Trump and Carrie Lake. That's right. She's not here yet. I don't know where she is. I told her to go down to my place you in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, where? Go down. <laughs> to wow. where? Mar-a-Lago. Oh, okay. Just. We're all the. Uh, she's got all of my uh, wrestling belts and swords. <laughs> How big is that room? for me. Got her belts on. Oh, I found my belts down there. I'm liking the tassels. This is nice. It's a new look for me. If I became governor of Arizona, which, by the way, I am, the recount is on. People like Mo will be on the slow boat to Yuma. No, 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 <laughs> Getting no. all the queers out and turning I'm the American. state red again. Yeah. He claims to be an American, Carrie. Making Arizona great again, which is also MAGA. <laughs> the hats still work. It's a great thing. Carrie's here. We found all of her wrestling belts down in Mar-a-Lago and one of my... One of my deals, and I am going to promote this amazing event as a wrestling fan with my new Gary the Macho Man Lake in my corner. I'm going to promote Clam Slam One, where Carrie Lake takes on. Front row, you can get clam juice all over you. Clam Slam One, where Mo takes on Carrie Lake in a battle royale for who's going to win the governorship. Katie Hobbs. Neglected uh, to show up, just like a debate. She's a coward. She's afraid. She's on Carrie Lake, sir. We all know it. She's afraid. There's nothing nothing about her that's frightening. Not like my friend Carrie. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, Mo, I'm looking at you right now and thinking to myself that clam don't stand a chance. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I'm going to run away immediately. Not only that, when I get hold of it, I'm going to pull the pearl right out. Oh, wow. this <laughs> and I'm going to chew it up and spit it out. On the front row. She's well trained, Mo. You don't want to cross this woman. I tell you right now, your clam is in danger. That is a dangerous clam you've got right now because it is under attack. Oh, God. And she doesn't fool around, Mo. That yes. clam's coming out. You won't have a pearl, I promise you that. Oh, the lady button collection's gonna look like an Indian teepee in the 1800s. Scalped lady buttons. All How many over. you got now? I got over 1,800 different lady oh, buttons on the wall. And my tag team partner coming in is the big bald man in the canoe. <laughs> Holmberg's going to be the there taking man. care of business. Oh, God. Tell you what, she's not messing around. Your new governor is strong. She's scary. She's very scary. And she's not a Very girl. scary. Carrie the Macho Man Lake is known to be messed with. <laughs> in this particular Guadalupe Squares, she's a woman with the second biggest dick. <laughs> You'll find out later.
<laughs> All right. In the middle left square, he's a lady stealer and Ooh, a video game presenter, right. Al Pacino. That's right. Last night at the Video Game Awards, Mo, you might have seen it. I was a presenter. Yeah. It was an emotional moment. It was emotional because oh. of acting. I don't know what the hell I was doing. I gave away an award for something called Call of Duty. No. It wasn't even a movie I knew. Cod? Cod. <laughs> Pamela D'Angelo was there and she brought the twins. Reminded me of what happened to a honey hole after I put oh, those babies in. <laughs> put them in her at 49. She used to have a great ass. <laughs> now it looks like some sort of a car wash gone south. <laughs> Not interested. The old Duke of Italy can have a back as far as I'm concerned. That ragu bottle broke. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Hey, yeah. I'm just stating facts here. The visuals. All right. In the middle square, we've got sea-sucking yeah, and final parrot brain. Exactly right. How you doing there, Mo? You look like a hell of a sea-sucker. I didn't hit the button on that one. I was at my daughter's <laughs> sucking recital last night. She plays that <laughs> sucking viola. It is a pretty great thing, listener. to those kids play that? Oh, my favorite one last night was green sleeves. That Oh, you said she was on the sticks. Oh, listen to this. I thought she said she was on the oh, sticks. man. Listen to those <laughs> suckers knock this one out. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what. Proud oh, that, I'm beautiful. proud. I'm proud. I'm proud of my little... God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Button's getting a little worn out. <laughs> Using it a lot. You know about that. Your I button's do. probably getting worn out, too. Whoa. Absolutely. All right, Absolutely. then. Anyway, sorry about that there. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Move on with the game. What kind of, right. what kind of host are you, sucker? Right. I'm addicted to that word, I tell you. I got to call my parents this weekend wish those suckers no, a Merry Christmas. Right. Dad's in his last legs. You never know when that uh, sucker's going to fall out. <laughs> All right. In the middle right square, she has stiff person syndrome. It's Celine Dion. Are, are, you, are you okay? Here she comes. Oh. Oh, oh, wow. Every night in my <laughs> dreams, oh, that bad. I see you in you your field. Yeah. You. I know I heard this voice before. I am Canadian. I knew <laughs> song the Titanic right. is all a boot, making sure people remember the tragedy that was Titanic. For their cross that distance. <laughs> I am going to have a tour this summer called the SPS Express for Stiff Person Syndrome Awareness. Brady hasn't had Stiff Person Syndrome since 2011. Can you give me some? Near. Far. Wherever you are. I believe that the heart goes on until Stiff Person Syndrome stops it. Jack Rose, Jack Rose. I think you're Jack Lowe's. Well, yeah, I, 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 I don't think that's what she's talking about. Sure give said. her a break, man. She's got stiff on <laughs> All right, in the bottom left square, we've got Brady Secret Square. Give us a hint. Hey, you big dummies. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been 100 years old today. No kidding. No nice. kidding. Wow. But you had the big one. But I kept on talking about the big one. Yeah, no, it no. happened in 1991. Not that long ago? You big dummy. Wow. wow. It doesn't even tell me it happened that long ago. Oh, Elizabeth must be waiting. 1991. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. You're dead for 31 years. Let's Google it.
All right. In the, <laughs> yeah, I think you might the bottom right. middle square. She's free. It's pretty great. Thriller, thriller. Hey, Look out, Mario Thriller. What's going on, Mo? Hey, how you feeling? You I'm good? feeling free. I can't wait to go to the next uh, Suns game and protest the American flag by kneeling. I am a bitch, and I am back. The bitch is back. You just bought season tickets for the Mercury. I got, I really got back. Going, I just get season tickets to the Mercury, where they just mailed to you. They were mailed to us. After We're your 13th clam, you get to punch out your 13th clam, you get a free ticket to the exactly. Mercury. Exactly. Hey, Mo, are you coming to my Everybody Scissor Dance Party? Britney's free. <laughs> We're going to have that this weekend. It's going to be downtown. It's going to be amazing. I just sold the movie rights to a man named Shaq Perry, who is going to do the Brittany Griner story. And he is here right now, ladies and gentlemen, the man who will be playing me in the movie, Shaquille O'Neal. Brittany Griner's free! <laughs> great to have you back, Brittany. Thank you, Shaq. It's great to be back. But I'm afraid I can't be around you this weekend, because guess what? Brittany's gone fishing! Brittany's going to be fishing all weekend. I'm going to come up smelling like I've been in an Alaska fishing boat for the last three weeks. Russia was horrible. I can't wait to protest the American flag. I can't wait to complain about how awful America is again because I am free to do it. You're going to protest Russia now too? We're going to smoke so much much weed and eat so much wicked tuna this weekend. It's going to be disgusting. So you're smoking tuna now too? I'm going to smoke tuna. I put that in my vape pen. Tuna flavored weed. It reminds me of home. <laughs> oh, say, can you see hitting me? <laughs> Nothing more I love than America and coming home and disrespecting that flag. I can't wait to do it again. All right. In the bottom I'm right. back, <laughs> And you traded me for the worst person in the world. That is Let's true. Let's see a dunk. But at least he can play basketball. <laughs> I bet you the merchant of death can dunk. I cannot. I am the merchant of the Miss Dunk. <laughs> oh, no. All right, in the bottom right square, our Lord and Savior's here, Trippy. Yeah, I've been keeping up with the news lately, Mo. I've been on your website and oh. Mo's. What do you call that thing, Mo's? Mo's current events. You have a web something, intro, whatever you're doing. Okay, podcast. Mo gives you all the latest lesbian information. Oh yeah, it's pretty great. Right. But yeah. then I saw the deal for Brittany Griner. I said no. Were you upset? No. This is the worst deal anyone's ever made for a lesbian since I put Mo on the afternoons <laughs> and put that, <laughs> that uh, Izzy show on. It's crazy. <laughs> the worst lesbian exchange of all time. <laughs> I will probably say that. Maybe. Actually, you lost your job to another guy. I did. Man, what was his name? I think it was uh, some show with Wood. Woody. Yeah. That's right. I remember trading that worked out Mo great. the lesbian for Wood. <laughs> And how did that work out? Terrible. That's why you had to Never back. move your lesbian. <laughs> Never. A hundred percent. Learn that the hard way. Plant your lesbian. Plant your lesbians firm. In the ground. Yes. Well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Calm down. Calm down. All right. Who's on the phone? Well, we lost the girl, so what? we can go what? blind with somebody else. All right. Chris is on the line. Chris, you have a girl's name. You're a girl today. And uh, who else is this? Will Costello. Are you there? Will with one L, sir. Huh? Will with one L. Oh, okay, Whit, that's fine. Whit, I didn't ask how to spell it. You from Philly, Whit. Chris, are you there? I am. All right, Chris, do a girl's voice. You're a girl. Pick first. Go. Um, <laughs> I'll do cocksucker Brady. Oh, jeez, oh, you can't, you can't oh, say, say it. It's sea <laughs> sucker Brady. Oh, Sasquatch. Children. Jesus, God, watch your mouth, you crazy. 
suckers. <laughs> and you don't have a beep button for crying out loud. This is bad. Jeez. Come on, you <laughs> sucker. Please. Man, show some decorum. Be a quality. Hey, although he's correct. That is correct. That is true. That is right. Okay, all right. All right, ask he me a question. Stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa. You're not allowed to say it. It's not going to work. The family show. Stop saying it. There's... We're going to run out of delay. Second yeah, kids are. listening yeah. out there. All right. Jeez, Louise. All right. Sorry Let's about that. Let's get to your that. question before Yo, he starts cussing again. Sucker, Mo. <laughs> kids who watch peers perform in recitals often become worse players. True or false? Peers? Those big wooden planks out yes. to the ocean? Yo. Kids play with peers. Piers Morgan? <laughs> no. that's They're peers. They're P-E-E-R-S. Thank you, Correct. Toledo. No. Oh, God. <laughs> you got to answer the question. Peers? <laughs> Jeez. You're such a Peers sucker. and queers. <laughs> I get it. Not peers. That's peers. what you spelled. Peers. No, it's not it. Yeah, kids, he did. Kids who watch peers perform in recitals <laughs> often you become- You are one wacky <laughs> That's a wet joke. That is a wet oh, Gosh, dang. <laughs> even made me a little sick there. Uh, even Toledo had to walk away. That's how bad this is. That's a tough one. All right. Uh, you watch your peers. What? Kids who watch peers perform in recitals often become worse players. True or false? They watch them. Mm. I don't know. I'd probably say that's true because they're just watching. They're not doing. Yeah. And everybody knows that a, a sucker has to do in order to perform better. <laughs> I guess it's true. Otherwise, you're just a useless sucker. So you're saying true. Chris, do you agree or disagree? I agree with that cocksucker. That's incorrect. It's false. Circle gets a square. Don't say it anymore. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Will with one Man. L. Pick a square. Turn up your miracle ear. Okay. So, so which which square he get? <laughs> he got the, the middle, middle square. square. Okay. So that's mine now. All right. We'll go with top top left. Top left, Joe Biden. Joe Biden, that's true. One of them crazy, wacky accents. I know. I love that. He's a working man like you, President. Just a working man riding the Amtrak to and fro. (laughs) Getting another factory. (laughs) Guess we're living there in Atlanta. I used to work in that factory. Great song. I used to be a steel mill worker. You're from Delaware. The Delaware Allentown. It's a different Allentown. It's two of them. Both that factory, this both guy. Them, this guy over here, your boy's at it again. <laughs> Pipe down, cuck. The men are talking. All right, let's get to your question. Russia currently yeah. holds the second highest number of political prisoners. Not in anymore. Oh. Down one. Russia ain't got any political prisoners. I can't free except that Marine. I got them all out except that Marine. Yeah. Can't get the Marine. Can't make that trip. How come? Not very good at negotiating, you no. may have noticed. <laughs> Did you Pretty know you bad were at it, actually. You just took the first offer? Pretty much. Oh, man. I always learn through uh, negotiation or whatever offer they give you, take it. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> hey, that's my tactic. That's pretty smart. Yeah. I'm going to have to say, uh, yeah, Russia has the second highest number of political prisoners now. I'll say that's whatever you ask me ain't right. So you're saying that's true. False, false. <laughs> so you're saying false. What are you saying? False. You're saying oh, false. I think he's wrong. You I think, think he's wrong. False is correct. He got it wrong, so it gets the square. China's actually the first one. I can get you guys anytime you need a six foot eight lady scissor balancer. (laughs) I can get you anytime. She owes me one. (laughs) India's the second one. (laughs) She owes me one. (laughs) Dang it.
I get to watch her and her wife do that suction dance. Oh. <laughs> oh. That? Two, it's my favorite two dance. Two plungers pounding together. I get to see that now anytime I want. Skype, Zoom, Skype. live. Oh, don't All I got to do is ask. They got to pound plungers. <laughs> film strip. Hey, plunger yeah, pounders film strip. is a good band name. Film strip plunger pounding. My new podcast. Ding. Makes that ding. Plunger you got to switch slides. <laughs> ding. Plunger pounding. You hear that? Mo's going to do a podcast yeah. on that now. Plunger pounder. Yes. Yeah, it's good stuff. Where all the latest lesbian news comes out. Make sure the theme song sounds like this. <laughs> Welcome to Plunger Pounder. I think I might have you do the theme song. Thanks, that Mo. was great. All done. <laughs> all right, Chris, go ahead and pick a square. I'm going to take Trip Reed, who is not a cocktail. No, oh, that's oh, enough. We're done today. It's over. Now it's over. He doesn't get any prizes. Game's over. Ran out of room to bang you out there. No Chris. tickets either. No tickets for Chris for abusing the. Pro- the- we gave you three. <laughs> Even too man, many. Oh, what man, too many? Oh, man, that is enough I think of had that. Four, guy. actually. I mean, yeah. Anyway, that's enough. He's done. Enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> the first three were funny, but yeah. that fourth one. Now you're pushing it, sucker. <laughs> yeah, how dare you disrespect Trip <laughs> that way? Right. Game over. <laughs> anyway, well, there you go. We didn't get to hear Celine sing her next hit. Uh, I'm not going to either. Or Sammy Davis. I mean, I was ready for that. Sammy and Satan. And, Carrie's kind of pissed. She's in the hallway. She's too. done. We're done with all that. <laughs> yeah. Damn Put it. the door on her real We're quick. Right. That's it. <laughs> Close it now. That's all it. They all, they all left. <laughs> They're disgusted all with the language. Larry was the best. They all left. Oh, but it doesn't mean we can't make a return appearance. I'll tell you that. Back and better than ever, Governor Kerry the Macho Nobody Man. Nobody keeps the out. champ out. Nobody can keep slapping to a Kerry Lake Slim Jim by day. Please tell me you're going to freaking choke slam this person. What I'm going to do is drop the atomic elbow on all of you, including Jesus himself. Did you say gluten Jesus? Gluten Jesus. That's my new restaurant for cucks and libs, gluten Jesus. <laughs> Snap into a tuna stick. Mine's about seven inches long. All you got to do is ask John Hook about it because he's tasted the tuna stick on the rig. Why is it so thin? <laughs> it's long. Tuna stick, that's a great band name. Tuna stick you. is a great band name. <laughs> I tell you, you want to grab hold of that thing and make it all yours. Never do a tuna stick. A little thicker than Angel Hair Buster. A little harder than Celine Dion's spine. Can you come back Monday morning early? Come back every week if you want me. I'm here. I'm the governor. I'm everywhere. Let's go work out, champ. Yes. Let's go lift Carrie Hobbs and throw her to New Mexico. <laughs> throw her to New Mexico? I think you can do it. Don't I ask think he can't. Don't ask questions. It's the music. <laughs> Carrie the Macho Man Lake. It's wrong. Oh, Perfect. It's Great closer. It's yeah. a strong close. All right. Mo is uh, playing bingo this weekend at uh, the Legacy for elderly folks over on Val Vista. And you doing anything? Uh, and Leisure World on Sunday. Are you promoting course. anything at all? No, I got nothing, man. What is going on? You have like 20 weeks in a row. You haven't done a thing. Plunger Pounder podcast. <laughs> oh, that's right. Listen yeah, to Plunger course. Pounder. <laughs> yeah, tune in. All your tips. And uh, this week's guest, Home Depot Debbie, going to come by and help yes, you clean it up. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> she's got some, uh, she's she's got some, got some great mop. <laughs> some vag hacks. <laughs> 
something to soak up the moisture. Everybody walks into the floor, the sticky floor, like oh, octopus. We need to put you on against Rosie. You and Rosie. Oh, that'd be solid. I Saturday know. morning plunger pounder on KDKB. <laughs> First time I'd ever say this, I'm going to listen to KDKB. <laughs> Uh, Mo is there if you want to listen to her. Brett is out tonight at Hooters in Mesa, four to six, or until it ends. It'll be four to six. <laughs> and that's the confirmed time. I'll tell you that much. It's going to be four to six because he's going to be with the drinking team, and yeah. it's going to get. He's been goofy. training for They're a couple kill of days tonight. It's going to be Holmberg Bound is out, and Hooters has it tonight. You can get it at Four Peaks all the time, but Hooters has kegs tonight, and they're going to tap those. Uh, with the drinking team in order to try to raise a ton of money for the Humane Society. Drinking team, we thank you in advance because yes. last time we filled Hooters beyond capacity. And, uh, well, the time, the first time was ridiculous. Yeah. So let's hope that that happens. It's a Friday. So you got nowhere to go. Take off go. early. Come Take on off, down. Come down, help out, uh, give the fuzzy guys a little help and drink that Holmberg Bound. That's how it works. Uh, also wanted to say, lost our home pet rescue yesterday. I did Victor the cat. The story on Victor the cat is outstanding. He needs a home. It's a great cat. Uh, do you like cats, Mo? I do like cats. Do you want a cat? She no. loves cats. You should have Victor because this is, Brett, this is a cat for you and me. Victor was somebody's house cat, seven years. Family loved him. Uh, folks brought over a baby, an infant, put the infant on the couch, and Victor went over and took a dump on it. Oh. Yes! <laughs> and the family's like, we okay. don't want Victor anymore. Brett's already doing I'm the paperwork I don't like it. cats, but that one, I, you, it's you the may best cat in me. the world. And I'm like, who gives up oh, on their cat man. after that? Evidently, one of the people are like, oh, the poop's toxic. The baby's going to die. The yes! The baby's oh, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. They lost their minds, and they gave up on this beautiful cat, and they're people I don't ever want to deal with. But Victor the cat was cool and needs a home. And if you like a cat with a backstory like that, he's available at Lost Our Home Pet Rescue right now. He's the pick of the litter. Check it out at 98kupd.com. That's it. We're done. We will see you on Monday right here in the Morning Sickness. Thanks, Mo. Song, everybody. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.